welcome, Waller Nation, to not Zack Snyder's Zero to Zero. Not Zack Snyder's and also not David Ayer's, according to what I've heard about this film. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm Sam, a.k.a. frantically scrolling through my notes for something funny to say. And I'm Val um, Flycub, a.k.a. prison hair dye. I'm Giga, and I'm crazier than him and more fearless. <laughs> and I'm Sam, and I'm Paschetti and Meatloaf. <laughs> God. Off to a banger um, start! As you can tell from our energy levels, we all really like this movie so far. I feel like I aged more watching the 40 minutes that we watched of this movie than I did watching the entire Justice League Snyder Cut twice. You've just been spoiled by Man of Steel. You don't remember how bad Justice League was. I honestly think Justice League might have been on par with Man of Steel. I really didn't hate that movie. I can't relate to that at all. I I don't know. I mean, I think I have gone on record saying that the Snyder Cut is the worst of the things that we've watched for this. Uh, yeah. I who mean, wants to be a superhero notwithstanding. Uh, but... I don't agree. I honestly can't I, I, tell. I, I'm, I, I would I would rank it as probably Man of Steel on top. I don't know, but the last the last segment of Man of Steel was so miserable. You know, Man of Steel uh, the, is a top. What? But hmm? like, it, like okay, for me, Justice League is definitely better than Batman v Superman because it's so, it's just a lot less miserable than the other movies, and there's less Batman. Well, yeah, proportionally. I mean, there's minimum I mean, amount <laughs> of Batman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's get to it. Um I think the- I mean, I just I I came out of the first 36 minutes of this movie like just dizzy, like I'd just been put through a washing machine. It, yeah, this, it doesn't this really, make any sense. It's just it's it's hard. It's it's cha- it's a challenging It's thing. not easy. It's not it, easy um, to watch. The it's the, bad the splash the art on the splash art on the HBO Max site for it, ju- much like Batman v Superman on Justice Ultimate Edition, uh, looks like a porno as well. It mm-hmm. looks like um, like Will Smith and the Joker are there to, are going <laughs> starring to fuck Will Quinn. Smith and the Joker. That's how I refer <laughs> to them in my notes. Um, yeah, I, I don't refer to him. I don't refer to Deadshot uh, in my notes once as anything but Will Smith. So, um, okay, this is the suicide. Nope, no, it isn't. Fucking god damn it. This is no, Suicide, this is suicide squad. squad. We open and directed by David Ayer, kind of. Kind of. We this open movie on. is interesting because it's very stylized and slick. And, like, because mm-hmm. of that, I want to be like, well, it's the what it's what it wants to be, which means it's good, but it's not. No, what but it, it wants to be is terrible. And it's Will it's Smith- like a trailer house. Is- and- and like it's so like many- a trailer house made it, which yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is um, a very long trailer. On the bright side, we watched thirty six minutes of it and got to hear thirty six pop songs. Yeah. So, so <laughs> speaking of, we open on the logos, and then we fade up from black on uh, House of the Rising Sun starts playing, and the Chiron we fade reads- from black to black sight. Yeah, the Chiron reads Black Site, Terrebonne Parish, Louisiana, USA for about half a second before the text is made unreadable by the background that is on. Um, yeah, I was watching this one with Lauren. Usually I just watch it uh, by myself because I'm pausing a lot, but I was like, I don't want to be pausing throughout this movie. Yeah. 
I made uh, a mistake. But it turns out that that's very difficult to do. <laughs> yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, I kid you not, listener, uh, you're watching the intro of the, 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 in the first, like, bad, bad first impression to in the first two seconds of your movie, have it so that a Chiron comes up in the corner and then it goes immediately over a black background and you cannot read it. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah, I paused to read it, and I paused on a frame where it was unreadable. It's unreadable for most of the shot. Um, I didn't even know that that text was there. Exactly. Blink and you miss it. Oh yeah, we are at a special evil prison in Louisiana called Belle Reve, mm-hmm. and Will Smith is there. He's punching a punching bag, and the guards come in. Uh, they call him Floyd, and he says, "Don't call me Floyd. Floyd is my name." They feed uh-huh. him loaf. He says, yeah, "What's in the so loaf?" So we get introduced. We get introduced to the beloved character of prison guard. Griggs um, is his name. Yeah, I'm not gonna call him that. I this don't remember if we got sucks. that in the movie or if I this looked it up online. This dude sucks but... shit, and I think no, we that do he's get supposed it. to be. I, I I think he's supposed to be annoying, but I think we're also supposed to laugh, which I didn't. He's no. horrible. Well, I yeah. mean, that's he's just not... one of the big problems of the movie so far is that it has a real tone issue where I can't tell if I'm yeah, supposed to be like, laughing. <laughs> I think crying. he's supposed um, to be, you're supposed to look at this guy and be like, see, this is why prisons are bad, is because guys like this, because he, like, not, loves to beat yeah, up the prisoners, and bleh, bleh, he has such a power yeah, trip going it's, on. It's, it's like, an individual problem, not an institutional one. <laughs> right, but it's like, you're at a black site, so maybe that's why it's bad. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so also he, It's also not unfunny, is the thing. Like, it's, it's not goofy. funny, and it's not unfunny. It's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there should be... I think uh, one of the things that we're taught in, uh, in, in the school where I'm going to work in the entertainment industry is that no matter what, something should have appeal. Um, a lot of this movie has appeal. Like even, an orange... No. <laughs> like a banana. Uh, um, so a lot of this movie does have visual appeal. Um, That's what it sounds like to back out of a joke halfway through. <laughs> but I said, no, I'm coming in after you. It's pretty key areas. This movie lacks appeal. It has it has appeal in some areas. Like the visual effects are very punchy and the, the text treatments are, are usually pretty good. Um, but God, this character lacks appeal in a major way. Like, he's, I'm not sure where to land on him in a bad way. Like, he, I mean, I, I am sure I hate him and he sucks, but I'm not sure what the movie's trying to get at with mm. showing me him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but Griggs gives him loaf and pescetti and cob for dinner. Yeah. So he and gets. Floyd says. <laughs> he says, What is this? And he says, Oh, it's loaf. There's pescetti in it and. Meat and toenails, toenails haha. And pee pee and poo poo, haha. And he says, I'm Floyd gonna. Floyd says, when I get out of here, and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he says, wait, you just threatened a guard. <laughs> Time to beat the shit out of you. So they strap him into a chair and they, all the um, guards take turns hitting him really hard. And all this, according to the security cameras, nothing's happening. Yeah, I will say. That despite besides Griggs and the Joker, I like every character in this movie more than I liked Batman. Oh yeah, <laughs> without it's a... still a worse movie than any of the other movies. No <laughs> shot. Yeah, 
We then cut to Harley Quinn doing like rhythm gymnastics she's in her cage. She's doing aerials, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's doing like, a- 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 acrobatic aerials, yeah. She's Feel a free section- to call out any song choices that you recognize. Oh, uh, I, it's oh, it's uh, don't uh, you don't know me by Leslie Gore. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guards come in and tell her to stop being twisted. Her Gre- hair is uh, long Gringles. as fuck, and also blonde. She's got a she's got a tattoo that says "Daddy's Little Monster," which is great. She gets a uh, shirt later that says that. Yep, she's got. She really wants to make sure you know. You know that she's daddy little daddy's little monster. Uh. Gr- uh, Griggs, I keep wanting to call him Greggs. That's a different thing. Just call him Prison Guard. Prison Guard is like he's like, hey, stop doing gymnastics, and then she starts like licking the bars and like trying to fuck him. Yeah, he's he's, he's like, Ooh. yeah, because like, she's oh. a sexual woman. <laughs> yeah, she licks the bars, and he's like, you're fucking crazy. And God help anyone who disrespects your husband's queen. I I really don't. I don't know what to do with Harley Quinn in this movie. I, 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 okay. I hear she's good in bird, 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 bird prey. Yeah, I've heard that. I, I just. She's a different character in that movie. But she's horrible. First of all, I, I don't like the way that, like, she is, like, grinding and being incredibly horny, like, intercut with scenes of her being, like, tortured. And abused. Yeah, it's, um. Yes. I don't know what. It's very. That is doing it's misogynistic this is the thing of like you're supposed you're not supposed to think that the prison is funny and like because it it shows her like licking the bars haha sexy and then he's like all right they like electrocute the bars and she goes wow and she falls down and hits her head and gets a flashback to being force-fed through her nose through a tube um and like crying and shit and the prisoner the prison guard being like haha bleh, like taking a selfie with her and stuff so it's like very like yeah he's like i only have to make sure you survive i don't have to make sure you like it right this is very jesus jesus christ of me this is like good lord what the fuck are you doing yeah this is like and then she gets back up and she yeah. charges face first into the bars knocks herself out i don't know what she was expecting yeah. there i think that it's supposed to show that she's uh Funny twisted. She's funny twisted, and she doesn't care about her somatic needs. Did anybody else get, like, Guantanamo vibes from him taking oh, yeah. photos and shit? Oh, yeah. I, th- I assume that's what they were going for. Bad. Oh, yeah. That's that's what they were going for. And, I mean, good on them to say Guantanamo is bad. <laughs> uh, but also kind of quirky. Look, we don't need to really break down Guantanamo Bay on our podcast about the, uh, not the Suicide Squad. So that pop song uh, was really overstaying its welcome. So now we are, uh, we we do a descending shot on Washington, D.C. Uh, while Sympathy for the Devil starts playing. And Amanda Waller, our protagonist, gets out of her car and goes into a bar. She's like monologuing about how Superman is dead. She like walks into the subway and there's a guy selling like Superman shirts that say, Remember. Remember. Yeah, and he says, Remember. And then she flashes back to Superman's super funeral. And Amanda Waller is played by Viola Davis? Yes. True. This is a problem that I, that the movie created in my brain. Is that Viola Davis, this whole fucking time, does an awesome job. Oh, she's great. She's a great actress, obviously. I mean, that's... I'm I'm not telling anyone anything by saying that, but, like, she still brings it to this role where... I don't know who she is. You're telling me. Okay. She's a great actress. Um, She's really good. She... I've never seen a movie. (laughs) Well, she's also in television, so you've also never seen television. Yeah. 
Correct. Um, but she, I mean, she's, she brings it to this role where she seems like a real character and it, it just makes the rest of the weird, goofy choices that the movie makes, like, not make sense. Yeah, so uh, if you're not familiar with Amanda Waller, she's kind of the big government bad in most DC stuff. Mm-hmm. She is a she's a Kissinger type. She's very uh, horrible. I would say ruthless. ruthless is the word. Yes, ruthless was what I'm getting was getting to. And any character that you can imagine that says like I did what I had to for my country, like that's her. Yeah, she's very. Um, uh, she's the devil. Do you get it? Um, she's manipulative. She meets with some army guys at at a restaurant. They have names, but we will never learn them. Yeah, it, one of them is uh, is David. Um, what's his stranger? David Harbour. Har- David Harbour. David Thewlis. David Thewlis from from Wonder Woman. <laughs> so she she tells them she's like guys. No, I've it's David assembled- Harbour. Just to be clear, it's David Harbour. <laughs> yes. She tells them guys, I've assembled the worst of the worst, and they say why, and she's and like, she well. Says, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so essentially, the Suicide Squad, if you're unfamiliar, is a... um, Not to be confused with the movie The Suicide Squad. No. Suicide Squad is a plan that the government do, Amanda Waller specifically, uh, to create a crack team of black ops uh, slaves. that have metahuman prison labor that are sometimes metahumans metahuman prison labor (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh to if if there's a superman to defeat him and as we'll see uh the collection of people that she's got could definitely defeat superman um, See, okay, that's my. You know how how Man of Steel and Justice League both both movies, the villain's goal is to terraform slash cryptoform the Earth to make it match their own home planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole plot of Batman v Superman was well, we but what if what if there's a bad guy as strong as Superman, or if Superman becomes bad, mm-hmm. we would need to know how to handle that, and we would need to be ready. And that is the plot of this movie also. They just did it again. Yes. They just did it again, except with... It's not It's not the Batman, the Dark Knight Returns. Except they did it worse one. this time, because if, if there was an evil Superman, I would fucking love to see what Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang are going to do about it. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, because we have... Uh, character introductions to go through. Oh, God. Uh, Yay, on which it's a heist t- movie now. I took extensive notes. Yes. Thank um, God you did. Because they all, all the character introductions are done in a very stylized, very individualized way that kind of speaks to what they're going for with the character. Mm. Um, or maybe, does it? Or, or maybe not. Um, well, we get three that are kind of like that. We'll see. So that just the overall, like, the the big picture of, her, of this scene is Amanda Waller is sitting with these government guys. She's explaining the backstory of each of the like people that she's put together for this quote unquote task force X. And so mm-hmm. as she's like talking and like eating her steak, edgy, but she's like talking about each mm-hmm. of these. She introduces each character. Yeah. Now, at, before we get into this, okay. I, I want to address the I'm, elephant I'm in the room. I'm clawing at the edges of my cage. I want uh, to address the elephant in the room. Okay. Hashtag release the air cut. 
because oh. allegedly this movie got snidered where it was going to be like a fucking four hour extravaganza Boo. Okay. and David Ayer had a powerful vision and then the studio trimmed the shit out of it. I, I think it's very likely that there's some truth to that considering that the movie is almost exactly 120 minutes long. Mm-hmm. That says to me that there was some furious trimming. Mm-hmm. Some manscape style. And this character intro sequence feels like there was a lot of that involved. Yeah. Because each one of these is like its own like mini story mm-hmm. condensed down to anywhere between like 15 seconds and two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of them are a little and they, they, short. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like this was what we were no, supposed to get. No, it feels very cut down. It feels very, like, you can see the uh, the, the frayed edges. Of- but make no mistake, I don't fucking want the air cut. No. Don't um, do it. I won't watch what, it. Please hey, no, don't Sam, do it. Sam, what is Sam, what is David Ayer directed? Fuck if I know. Okay. Um, Not so this. So first... In our well, bios. Okay. Just to, just to, I think the difference in length to me, I mean, maybe I went into this movie with like too charitable of an eye, but like to me, mm. that was just like, oh, this one is shorter because this character isn't going to have a lot of lines. Like yeah, this guy's true. not that I mean, important. I, I don't oh, yeah. Know I mean, how... I, I don't expect Captain Boomerang to appear in the film. <laughs> no. I, I think they I... kind of forgot that he existed, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, so, so, anybody. Anybody got anything else to say before I get into it? No, we're hitting the ground running with our first character. I wanted to think about other things that have peels. Okay, our first character, Floyd Lawton, a.k.a. Deadshot, played by Will Smith, who I will be referring to him. Yes, I will be referring to this character as Will Smith from here on in. Uh, If you get confused, that's too bad. Um, because Wouldn't I it be easier to just call him Deadshot then? No, he's Will Smith. Please? No. Um, so he's an assassin for hire. This is a well-established character in the universe. Yeah, but he's Will Smith, and in the other Suicide Squad movie, I think he's Idris Elba, so. No? What? What? Isn't he? No, he's, Will Smith is in both Suicide Squads. He's, he's not in the, he's not in the new one. Oh, yeah, God no, I think damn he's it. played by Idris Elba in the new one, and you're racist. <sighs> no, I think that Deadshot just isn't in it. Who is Idris Elba in the new one? No, it's a different character. Um, he plays Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Okay. F- fuck. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> he okay, plays the so synonym got, for Deadshot. Bloodsport. We got yeah. We got Deadshot, the assassin for hire. He's a human arsenal. He's, a hit- He's lethal from forty hundred meters. Years. Um, He's a hitman with a laser eye. He's, He's got with- guns. He's got guns. He's got. He's the expert with. Uh, are you ready? <gasps> Nine oh, millimeter oh, you no, you're not going to read. Oh, I'm no. going to read them. It's gonna. It's not going to take that long. Stop complaining. Okay, Ninja just a, pa- listeners, gun. as you listen to this, picture one of those like commercials for like a, a collection of CDs with all the songs scrolling on it because that's what we got. But you if, can but speed me up if you want. Okay. He's a he's he's an expert with nine millimeter pistol, Gatling gun, revolver, flare gun, potato cannon, machine gun, assault rifle, flamethrower, anti tank rifle, shotgun, M1 carbine, bazooka, Derringer, Uzi, grenade launcher, forty four magnum, and musket. Oh, it felt like so much more. And he's got a family. He's got a daughter and a ex wife. He's got a daughter um, and a wife. Ex wife. Ex wife. That like crosses it out. So there's like 
text on the screen. He's a divorced dad. Hey, everybody, he's a divorced dad. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, there's, so this is all text that came up. Uh, so Action Bronson fucking starts playing. Uh, it's an Action Bronson song that was written for this movie, which I guess is very on brand. Okay. This is the episode where we pretend to know about music. And by we, I mean me and <laughs> Sam. He's the most wanted hitman in the world. Between the three of us, we yeah. gotta know all these songs. Yeah, he he's the most wanted man in the world. He has an elite clientele. He's Which, like, I mean, I would say that being the most wanted hitman in the world is not an accolade. I feel like if you're a good hitman, you're not wanted. Well, he's wanted by all of the prospective clients. <laughs> the most desired <laughs> man in the world. The most eligible bachelor. Sexiest hitman alive. Do you guys like acting? I like acting. Uh, too bad. No. Uh, because Will Smith has a, a, a heartbreaking scene with his daughter. Not his actual daughter. Deadshot's daughter. Well, not yet. Oh, yeah, right. He's... Okay, go on. So first, he shows off his desirable hitman status. Yeah, he's, he's like, on the phone with a client. He's, like, negotiating the money. He's like, where's my money? And the guy's like, quick, the, you're, you're gonna miss your shot. He's like, I better get my money first. And the guy's like, no, please. And he's like, no, snipey till money. Twice the money. And the guy's like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch, two million dollars. And then pew, and then Deadshot escapes. He, yeah, because he shoots. To be fair, the man, he's, he, he's shooting a snitch. He's shooting a snitch. He shoots a little target that he has painted or like that he's drawn on like a wall across from the guy. And then it bounces off and hits him in the back of the head. And then he repels off the building. So it's like, wow, so. Wow, he's, he's expert. so epic. Epic! So Deadshot is walking down the street as Will Smith, wearing a... In character as Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, a wearing bit. a cool outfit, I thought. He's got a fedora. Not a trilby, a fedora. It's it's Christmas. It's Christmas, and he's with his daughter, and they're talking about their mom. And her mom sounds like she's got a lot going on. And, it uh, is wild that that his daughter Zoe is just like, uh, Daddy, Mom says that you kill people, and he's like, Ah, no, what? Ah, no, uh, that's kids. a lie. That's li- uh, she's lying to you. Your mom's funny. What? Ooh. Your mom's a funny. Uh, I I I, fu- I hate my funny ex-wife. Was mommy drinking again? He's eat so he hates his funny ex-wife so much. She's so ex-wife. And and of oh, course he's she's like you should come live with me because you you have to take care of your mom and you sh- it should be the other way around. And she's a kid in a movie with a troubled father who wants custody. So she's perfect. She's like I learned how to cook this thing and yeah, he's like you shouldn't be taking care of your mom. And then she mm-hmm. says, "Dad, I know you hurt people and I don't care. I love you anyway." Cause she's a saint. Because kids that Too have bad. bad stuff happen to them never turn out up, messed up or traumatized by it. They're always saints. Uh, but you know, it's never. She doesn't love her dad as much as she loves Batman. Yeah. Apparently. So uh, um, Amanda Waller is doing voiceover over all these character intro scenes, and she says, uh, "They're like, how are you going to get him though?" And she's like, "I already got him." I gave an anonymous tip to a fellow in Gotham who has no special character name. And then oh Batman flies in. So, and Ben Affleck is in the film. So Why? So adding to Batman's list of doing cool things, he does the government's dirty work for them. Uh, by What did Batman do in this situation? By beating up a man in front of his child. He didn't, though. 
No, he did. No, he, oh my god, he like broke. He broke Deadshot's arm. Wait, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? He beats him up. Oh Did yeah. I not, oh, was I not yeah. paying attention? Jesus. He beats him up in an alleyway in front of his kid. Uh, Batman. Uh, you Batman. Must have, you must have uh, looked away and also closed your ears during the bone cracking noise. Yeah, I must have been taking notes. Can we talk about the fact that that Batman tries to kill a man in front of his child in an alleyway? In an alleyway in front of his child. Well, not kill. Not kill. Uh, this is this is this is Fleckman. We know what he does. <laughs> but, but no, 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 because he's arresting him for Amanda Waller. Which just yes, which is insane. Why would Batman do that? And as he's doing it, the police pull up. So why the fuck is he there? We know that Bruce Wayne's a libertarian. I ha- the all I can assume is that she basically gave him the tip of like I know where you can find him. And you can arrest him and get him off the streets, but he has to go to this prison for me to have him or something. That's what I'm assuming happened. In a wild-ass scene, Deadshot pulls out a gun and points it at Batman, and his daughter gets in between the gun and Batman. And, Bat- and Batman's Man, just cool. He is Batman's so, just like, so happy to let this 11-year-old girl be a meat shield for him. Yeah, it's insane. He's like, oh, cool, I, that makes this way easier for me. Thanks, Zoe. It's like they it's like they want us to hate him. I don't know what they're like what is happening with Batman. Yeah. And Zoe's crying. She's like, "Daddy, please don't kill this notorious serial killer who's never done anything good." I mean, at least Batman didn't brand him. Like the- maybe that's the mercy. They're never going to talk about the branding in any movie other than BVS. <laughs> Two questions. One, what is he doing here? Like wh- yeah. Why? What is his plan? He's gonna go in and he's like, "No, don't. Let's not do this in front of your daughter." But it's like, okay, but you saw her and you decided to go after him. Yeah. So like, you're using we her as a as a pawn. Oh yeah, he is just straight up using this child. Yeah, yeah because Batman was never a child. So. I mean, that's literally Amanda Waller says like Deadshot's weakness is his 11 year old daughter in Gotham. Right. Like he's. That is specifically what he is doing. So basically, so like, Batman is as much of a villain in this scene as Amanda Waller is. He's like, fucking Joe Cool. <laughs> In Crime Alley. Yeah, he's being Joe Cool. Joe Chill. He's, he's Joe Cool to in the podcast, okay? Sorry. I, it's just... No, 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 Val, you're right. You don't have you have nothing to apologize for. He's Jim Chill. So wait, is she Martian Manhunter? No! She's Batman. What if, what if Deadshot's daughter... Will Smith is Martha Manhunter. Oh, so Deadshot is Martian Manhunter. What if Deadshot's daughter is Martian no. Manhunter? No. He knows how to make pancakes. We don't got to put him in everything. Um, okay, <laughs> I just like him. I know, I just like him too. Um, I'd like to put him in my my oatmeal. My bed. Yeah. Um, You're going to for him? That's between me and him. Okay. <laughs> just let us know um, how that goes. So they arrest Deadshot. My questions are, my questions are, what is, what is Batman doing here? And second of all, what is Batman doing here? Maybe he's in Go- it's Gotham. Like, why the fuck is the Bat- Batman doing this if literally he, he like beats this guy up and he's like, let me put these cuffs on you. And then he puts the cuffs on him and he gets arrested and brought by- away by the police yeah. who were already there. Like, why would you give a tip to the Bat Vigilante of Gotham and not to the fucking police who are also going to go there? Because they know the Bat Vigilante of Gotham's a piece of shit. Okay, wait, 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 I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Because he needs to be beaten up in front of his kid. I've got it. Well, the cops would do that. I've got it. Zoe loves her father, even though she knows he kills people. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Who kills 
the most people. <gasps> oh, oh my god! After Deadshot, it's Batman. Batman. It's Batman. Batman's so, the number two killer. So she's like, "Please, Daddy, don't yeah. kill him. He's basically you, except white." Is this so? Is this her like make a wish before her father has to go to prison? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like she gets to meet Batman. So, yay! <laughs> oh yeah did did we not mention the scene where he like gives her an autograph? Yeah, as they're arresting her dad. <laughs> you see it in the background. Um, they like do a little fist bump. So then Amanda Amanda says, yeah. uh, "This is my question. What does Amanda mean by?" I love this line. Go on. She says, basically explaining what happened to Deadshot, she says, I put him in a hole and threw away the hole. There's just a bunch of question marks on my notes after that. It's so good! That's so funny! I like it! What does that mean? I'm sorry. What does that mean, though? Well, have you ever seen, like, Looney Tunes? This was the part of the movie that I liked to watch it. I mean, there's there's a couple of parts that I, like, milliseconds of the movie that I liked. Couldn't be Oh, yeah, this is, yeah... Like Looney Tunes, where they like they dig a hole and then you pick they pick mm-hmm. up the hole like it's a rug and like and she crumples it up and throws it away. It's good. Yeah. Let's just say he shouldn't have taken that left turn in Albuquerque. By <laughs> Sam, I mean like very specific things I individually like out of context. Sure, there just weren't any of those. We'll me. get to those. I mean, Viola Davis is the only person I think. Well, maybe not, but it, Viola Davis. Viola Davis pulls off this line. Yes, she's uh, great. It's good. Next up. She's a very special girl. Harley Quinn. The kind you don't take home to mother. They start playing super freak because she's a super freak. <laughs> she's doing fun sexual acrobatics at a high class sexual location. Um, mm-hmm. And it says accomplice to the murderer of Robin. Mm-hmm. Total, Total wild, wild card. card. It's pretty much Do standard. Do you get it? It's the standard Harley Quinn backstory we get here. She's a wild card. For, this is a very, this is a common, this is something that happens twice in this movie, which is weird, that they, they, she's assigned to take care of the Joker, and she falls in love with the Joker. It's him! It's him, he's here. Yeah, we had to look at Jared Leto Joker. Mm-hmm. So she- I didn't appreciate that. They really went in dry with the Joker, like, they I don't really like lead up to him, he's mm-hmm. just there. This is very much- No Lou. Like, they do not- expect you to understand why she falls in love with him. They're just like, she did. Just don't worry about it. She did. No. I mean, it's it's Jared Lee to Joker. They clearly cast him before they wrote the movie, and because uh, there is no way that anybody could fall in love with this thing. Oh, but that charisma. We should sell a squeaky toy merch item that makes that sound. <laughs> That's copyright infringement. No. <laughs> So basically, she gets um, she gets Jokerfied. Yeah. So she's she was Doctor Harleen Quinzel. She gets Jokerfied. Yeah. What what happened here? Because he asks her for a machine gun, and he's then, like, "I need a machine gun," and she's like, "Okay." But this is what I didn't understand because he asks for a machine gun, and then it cuts forward to a very confusing sequence of people in, like, full-body animal mascot costumes, like, shooting up Arkham Asylum. How does she get- and then, How does she get so many machine guns into the- I assume that the Joker can just materialize those. And then Joker- Joker walks into the room while Harley Quinn is being, like, held down to the table. I guess she's not Harley Quinn yet, she's Harleen Quinzel. 
And he walks over and he's like, hey. and she's like, Mr. J, are you going to kill me? And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. He fries her brain. And then he electrocutes her and we watch her get like tortured into being twisted. Mm-hmm. And there was a very confusing yes. instant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a very confusing like half second shot because there's like all these like quick cutting shots of her like being twisted and like grinding on people at a club. Mm-hmm. But then one of those shots is her like dressed as the animated series Harley Quinn with the jester hat. Yeah, yeah. But but Joker's still just Jared Leto. Oh, that's not even the part that I thought was weird. What was like I, I honestly don't know from watching that. Like, am I supposed to think like, oh, that's what she used to wear, but now the she wears this? Or was that, that just conf- like, oh, look at her from the show? The part that hit me sideways when I was watching this was the fact that the dialogue appears that I did not know was from directly from the script of this movie that they became oh, king and queen of of Gotham City and God help anyone who disrespected his, the queen. It, oh, I did God. not know that this was where that yes. came from. I thought it was just a Facebook post. That's so funny. I nope. also didn't know that for a very long time, but I, I did know it going yeah. into this. So, uh, and she was fearless and crazier than him, or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, during that though, the like the little clips happening as her brain is getting fried and she's becoming Harley Quinn um, is a little flash of her getting pushed into a giant vat of chemicals. Yeah, does she? Did she get chemically like Joker- her original origin? Well, story. yeah. Did she get chemically Jokerified? We don't no. know. Well, I mean, that's the Joker's original origin story. I don't know. Uh, it's one of jo- Joker's origin stories. There's no, like, concrete Joker origin story. Well, I, I mean, literally the f- the first, yeah. first, first ever appearance of the Joker. Also in the Harley Quinn animated series. That's how she becomes. In, like, in like ancient comics, the Joker was a guy that yeah. Batman pushed into a vat of acid. Um, oh. I thought it was, I thought it, I thought that was in The Killing Joke. Um... No, no, no. That was, like, literally the first ever Batman comic. Okay. Yeah. And also the Harley Quinn animated show. Yes. That's her origin as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah, she... So, was she hallucinating that? Whatever. She got... She gets dipped into the into the seven-month vat of Joker cum. And... She gets dipped into a pod of, of twisting juice. <laughs> please mm-hmm. say Joker cum, please. No! <laughs> okay. Uh, have you not seen that, that tweet? It's so funny. No. Oh my god, I'll send it to you after this. So the next th- the next scene is we go to like a nightclub. We're in the same sexual high class sexual place that we were. Yeah, in everything is just like day. covered in gold. And then There's Dennis a- Dennis Rodman? I mean it's no, not that- Dennis Rodman, but it it looks common. like Dennis Rodman. That's common. That's common doing Dennis Rodman? It's so, big, okay. Yeah. Well, with the big, okay. He has big black sunglasses on that make him look kind of like Dennis Rodman when he wears the big sunglasses. But when he takes them off, he's very clearly calm. Well, he's also got a lip ring. Yeah. This, this character, though, this character is apparently an existing DC character called Tattoo Man. Ta- tattoo Man? He's just covered in tattoos and piercings. I do not understand. Why is common in this movie? Well, he's not in it for very long. Right. No, that's my thing. It's like, why is why were they like, let's get fucking th- common in this movie for 45 seconds? I think he did a song for the movie, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, you gotta get common. What is he, an SNL musical guest? You gotta get, he's like Ja Rule. You just gotta get him in there. He did a song for the movie, didn't he? Okay. 
He did a song called Pink Lamborghini, I think. Or Purple Lamborghini, I think. For real? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, that wasn't common. It was done for this movie, but it was Skrillex and Rick Ross. Oh, it's Rick Ross. Great. Great. Wait, so then why was common in here? Rick Ross didn't make a song about be- about the prison guard. Um, anyway, he was a PO. So the Joker is in the club and uh, he's talking to this guy, Common. Uh, his name, his name is the Tattoo Man. His name is Latavius Lawa Johnson. The character, and that's what it says on Tattooed Man. All right. Okay. Sure. Oh uh, wait, no, he's in the Arrowverse television series Black Lightning, played by William. That's that's his name in the in the Arrowverse. We'll just call him Tattoo Man. <laughs> we don't need to call him anything for that long. So Latavius is talking C- common to the Joker, and he says, "Hey man, I'm gonna get you your money. I swear, it's gonna be money for me, money for you, money, money for him, money for who, money, money, money. Um, it's gonna be great." And the Joker's not really, um, like, buying it. And he's got... Now, he's he's credited yes. as Monster T in the film's credits. The T stands for tattoo. So, the Joker, who they call... He just calls J, so nobody gets to be called their name. No, 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 he calls him Joker in this scene. Like, toward the end, he's like, I don't want your girlfriend, Joker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's your girl, Joker. Oh, okay, okay. So, That's so he get, he is Joker, but also they yeah. call him other stuff. So he's got his like the damage tattoo on the top. He's got a little like something thing, um, on his chin, like on his like a little teardrop or something. I, okay, and- I thought it was a teardrop. It is actually a, a letter J. Yeah, he's got a little daddy's little monster. Oh, okay, maybe that's what I was for, for joking. Weird. So and then. He not How only clever. does the bad laugh that I don't like. But what does he do while he does the bad laugh? And he's doing a bad uh, bad voice. But he also covers his ha- his mouth with his hand. And his hand has a big cartoon smile on the back of it. Tattooed. like he- So he looks like the cartoon Joker. Hey, why? Here's my thing. Is when, when he does this... All I can think about is like in the when they put this in the movie, I assume that what they're thinking was like, whoa, that's twisted. But all I can think when he does this here is I'm like, damn, does he just like do that like all the time? Does he do that to everybody he has a problem with? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's very cringe, like everything else he does. What, the hand over the mouth thing? Yeah, yeah. So, so Jared Lee the Joker it gets like homoerotic at 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 at, at, Common, at Rider. Common Rodman, and my, that's my favorite. That's my favorite <laughs> show, Common Rodman. Common Rodman. Oh my god! Uh, tattoo man. Tattoo man. So, tattoo man. You wanna fuck my wife? So you wanna fuck my wife? So common, you wanna fuck my wife? Common. So, common Rodman. <laughs> common Rodman looks over at Harley, and he's like. Damn, man, you're a lucky man. You got a bad bitch. And Joker gets this look on his face of like, what did you just say? I'm twisted. And I really thought the problem was going to be that he said she was a bitch. But actually, he's just like, you want to cuck me? Is that what's happening? Oh, you, oh, common, oh, common Rodman, you want to cut, you want to cuck me? You want to fuck my wife? I watched this scene twice and I literally don't know what the problem was. Because because when when he says like oh you you uh, Harley's a real bad bitch you're a lucky man when he says that mm-hmm. 
there's like a flash of purple and the Joker makes like angry face. Uh-huh. So that's like the tur- like the switch that flips, I guess, but I don't know why. No one is allowed to look at or perceive Harley. Um because that's disrespectful. Should, am I as the viewer meant to interpret this as that was quote unquote anyone disrespecting his queen? But also like no. Yeah. He's twisted. But n- no, but like if people aren't allowed to look at Harley, then why is he not shooting the guy that she's like twerking on. Right, she is like... literally in the background, like like grinding on a guy. Right. This is, I think, this is supposed to just be he's so unhinged and unpredictable and scary. Yeah, that's what I think it is too. Um, but it's very. It makes no sense because he goes. Yeah, I mean, well, I... I mean, I mean, Val. One might say that it's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to elicit a feeling of confusion. <laughs> I mean, it did confuse me. I had to watch it twice, and I was more confused the second time. Giga, you're just mad because I understand poetry. So what happens is Joker says, "Oh, you want to cuck me? You want to you want to cuck me, buddy?" And then uh, Harley comes over, and he's like, "He's like Harley is the itch in my crotch," uh-huh. and he says, "You're you're my gift to Mister T." Mm-hmm. And she starts like grinding on him because all she does mm-hmm. in this movie is grind so far. And Joker nuts in his pants about it, and gang and the uh, uh, Mister T is like. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want any beef. Like she, she's your girl, Joker. I'm not, I'm not here to take your girl. And then Harley's like, "You don't want me." Mm-hmm. And then she walks away, and Joker shoots him in the head. So, so let me just, just to pull back and just summarize this scene very quickly. A guy walks in and says, "You know, Joker, it's a pleasure working with you. I make money, you make money. What a great time. Your girlfriend is very beautiful." And Joker says, "Oh, you want to fuck her?" And he says, "No, she's your girlfriend." Yep. And then Joker kills him, and that's what happens in this scene. Mm-hmm. How is he an effective crime lord? He's twisted. Anyway. And that and the... all of this ends with Amanda Waller voiceover saying, and that was just the beginning. Of what? Then he killed a bunch of other people. So I wanted quickly so you don't so I want to describe Jared Leto's performance as, as so you don't actually have to watch it yourself, so you're not tempted. Do not watch it yourself. Basically the the best way I can describe his kind of portrayal here. It's just kind of on fentanyl. Like, he's just kind of, like, not not there. This is... Uh, <laughs> like, I think like, the problem that I have with Jared Leto Joker is that he's very clearly a character that's been reverse-engineered. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, Heath Leather... He, Heath Leather. Um, may he rest in peace. Heath Leather. Heath Leather. Heath Leather. Um, yellow Leather. He was, he played this guy who, you know, had an overinflated sense of, uh, you know, fairness or fairness shouldn't exist or something. Like he, you know, he lived for the chaos. He loved the chaos. That was his, you could understand. Essentially like a a Darwinist. You could understand how he became, why he looked the way that he looked because of who he was and why he acted the way he did because of who he was. He was essentially just a crazy libertarian. Yes, like. exactly. And he lived in, you know, he lived in a world where Batman existed. So he was like, why can't I be as, you know, dramatic as Batman and blah, blah, blah. Jared Leto Joker is, is Jared Leto said, I want to dress like this because I think it will be cool. I want to have a voice that sounds like this because I think it will be distinctive I want to do a weird voice because Joker always has a weird voice and I'm going to have stuff that says ha 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 because my name is Joker. 
Like, all of that's... No, I don't know that he designed the character. No. But the acting choices are certainly his. Yeah, but, like, you... I mean, you don't watch him perform, and, like, the costume designer knew what character they were designing for, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing about this There's works. no through line to any of it. And, like... Like, right, literally. because the aesthetic is supposed to be like modern gangster who looks like a SoundCloud rapper. Like he looks like a mm-hmm. like a guy who would be like a, a side villain in a season of Breaking Bad. Right, but it's not who he plays. But also, they put him into Photoshop and they made his hair green and his skin white. Yeah, like it's like why? Why did you do that? He's supposed to be like like what's his name? Like a well, who's that guy who had like what was his name? With like the 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 filed down teeth. Oh, that that guy who just is like a body mods guy, the human reptile or whatever. No, uh, no, 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 not him. The puzzle guy. Uh, he's a rapper um, who's covered in puzzle pieces. Riffraff. God, I can't remember his name. Riffraff. That's the one. Oh, Riffraff. He's supposed to be Riffraff. Yeah, but that's. I mean, the, the weird thing riffraff is, Riffraff isn't scary. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he's supposed to be scary Riffraff. I mean, the weird thing is he's got like. All of his tattoos, because I, I want to be clear here, I don't think that a version of the Joker who looks like this, kind of, is inherently, like, a bad thing to do. Like, you can make different versions of the Joker, he shouldn't no, yeah. always be the same. And I think it's fine to be like, oh, this Joker is going to be, like, a modern crime lord sure. with all the tattoos. And I think that the tattoos that he has, for the most part, the damaged one is awful, awful, awful. But most of the tattoos, I think, are fine. Like, the tattoo, he's got, like, a tattoo that says, like, ha, ha, ha. He's got, like, a, a scary smile tattoo on his tummy. He's got, like, a skull with a jester hat on. Like, those are fine. Are those you, are fine. That's what... Sorry. Are you aware that Riff Raff's name is Horst Simcoe? Yes. Yes, there's a viral Tumblr post about this that I've seen a million times. Okay. He's the past tense of horse. <laughs> so, yes. like... If you were trying to make a version of the Joker that looks like this, I think it's mostly, like, fine. I think take the damaged tattoo off, because that fucking sucks. Uh, Get rid of the grill. I hate the grill. But, like, it's mostly okay, but it, it doesn't come together, because his appearance and his personality have nothing to do with each other. Right. Like... That is what I'm, yes. He needs to be making jokes or something. Like, there needs to be a reason that he's called Joker. Mm -hmm. He can't just have clown-themed tattoos. And be weird. And just be, like, a murderous psycho. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. Right. Like, the Joker makes unfunny jokes, even in the super serious fucking Batman Begins Dark Knight movies, he, he, yeah. he's he's making unfunny jokes. Right, like, if Tattoo Man comes in and he's like, uh, Joker, is it gonna be okay if your money's a little late? And he's like, I don't know, Tattoo Man, what do you ink? Then I'd be like, oh, okay, I get why he's called the Joker. <laughs> Script Doctor, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Fixed. What we're saying is that this movie needs to be chopped and screwed even more. <laughs> if it's going to be corny, if he's going to be corny, then be corny. And if he's going to be not corny, then don't be corny. Yeah, exactly. You can't have corny tattoos on a, like, serious dude who then also does, like, weird... I, I, if he's not going to be corny, if he's not going to be corny, then don't make the Joker. Right. 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 I mean, Man of Steel was our favorite movie in the franchise so far because of how much corn there was in it. Exactly. Oh, God, it was so corny. Still not enough, though. 
But instead of being corny, he's just incredibly horny. I'm just gonna cor- I'm gonna corn just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So the next scene, it's still it's still Harley Quinn and Joker stuff, but we see like Joker is doing crimes. Batman is chasing them in the Batmobile. I gotta say, seeing this Joker and this Harley Quinn and this Batman doing what I would think of as generic Joker, Harley, and Batman activities of getting chased around by the Batmobile. It made me want to die. It's very it's strange. It made me want to die. Yeah, it I mean, looks I don't wrong. like because I mean, speaking of purple Lamborghini, he's got a purple Lamborghini. So he's, it's a purple Lamborghini being chased by the Batmobile, which is like this, you know, tank basically, but not a. This one's not a tank, but you know, it's like that special car it's that he's the, got. Yeah, it's the Batmobile. The Batmobile. Before we before we move on, actually, I just remember there was something I was going to bring up a minute ago about the Joker because we all everyone knows Jared Leto's fucking like. I mailed mats to my dead mice to my coworkers, mm-hmm. and like what a what a nightmare it sounds like it was to work with him. But I I learned something new about his ridiculous fucking method acting stuff uh, last night, and I I would I'm very curious uh, if if you can think of any way that this makes mm-hmm. sense, okay? Because I learned two things that he did to prepare mm-hmm. for this role. Number one uh, was that while he was staying in character for the entire time, he listened to a lot of 1920s gospel music. Random. Uh Uh-huh. Number two was that he was, like, obsessively reading books about shamanism. Random. Yeah, that sounds more like Jared Leto shit than... Yeah, it just Joker's sounds like stuff. Jared Leto. Right, that was just him preparing for 30 Seconds to Mars cult camp. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't think <laughs> but he that... tried to pass it off as method acting. Yeah. That is so cringe. So, so what happens is Batman chases him down, and Joke is like, "I'm gonna drive the car into the water," and Harley's like, "I can't swim," and he's like, Aha! "And Batman also, this is sorry. They're in the Lamborghini. He's in the Batmobile. He jumps out of the Batmobile to land on top of the Lamborghini." Like what? He's gonna wrestle the car? Yeah, sure. They shoot through the roof at him. Yeah, it's that's Batman. Think it through, Batman. He's he's really stupid. He thinks he can wrestle a car. Yeah, so he like he he like forces them to drive like into the water. Harley's like, no, mm-hmm. I can't swim. Uh, the, so here's what happens, and I wanna I wanna really emphasize how fast this all happens. So Joker mm-hmm. is at the wheel. Harley is in the passenger seat. They hit the water. Mm-hmm. They go underwater. Yep. The force of the collision causes her to go flying headfirst through the windshield in the water, mm-hmm. which is like colliding directly with a brick wall. Not how windshields work, but okay. Yep. So so she is dead, basically. Batman immediately jumps uh-huh. into the water to rescue Harley, presumably because he heard her scream, I can't swim. And also, I assume that he wants uh, to arrest them and not kill them. Well... Well, no, what he wants to do is... He is wants to make sure the Joker do- drowns, because rest assured, I will kill you. I think that he's... I and think that this wants- is also him working for Amanda. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. I mean, well, later we learn, also learned that he wants to kiss mm-hmm. Harley, so... I'm getting sidetracked. He jumps into the water. Mm-hmm. The car door is already open, and Joker yep. is just gone. So, what I... So, I have an explanation for this. If you want to... But I... So, in the Snyder Cut trailer, 
we see a shot that we don't see in the movie. Yes. And that is of Joker dressed like Jesus. That's a hint that in the Suicide Squad... Not the Suicide Squad. Wrong title. In Suicide Squad, he escaped by jumping out of the car at the last second and walking on water because he's the second coming. <laughs> but we do see that he's in the car when it hits the water. He, he slid on his tummy. He rolled down the window and jumped <laughs> so he, out right as it hit. Yeah. It hit and then he scoop. He opened the he opened the door and somehow managed to swim out of the car mm-hmm. past Batman without them encountering each other. One would ask if you wanted the Joker to mi- d- disappear mysteriously, why would why you would have them go into the water? Something that is very uh, famously difficult to escape from uh, with any speed, and instead of like maybe like a building or something where he could conceivably have like tucked and rolled and like gotten past some debris or something in a Jokery way. But then Harley wouldn't almost drown, and we would get to see Batman have to do mouth to mouth. I didn't think of that. Uh, Batman does not do mouth to mouth. He just kisses. Oh, we'll her. yeah. Let's let's talk about we'll, it. We'll though. get there in a second. So he's got his little breather on. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's how Joker got away. Is that he like it took him a while to like find his breather and all of his stuff, you know, and he like put it on mm-hmm. and then like dove in. Yeah, yeah. We we, we he had to change into his aquatic Batman suit, so he did get exactly. So he swims down. He uh, sees Harley. She is uh, she like wakes up kind of um, under the water, and mm-hmm. uh, he goes to rescue her. And she's like, Rah! like screams underwater and pulls out a knife and starts like trying to like kill him. Which I, I like the little. I like that very... a little bit. I like the, that's very Harley Quinn to me. Is the I gotta say, she has, like, the tiniest scratch on her forehead. Spotless. And other than that, she's, like, completely unscathed. (laughs) She got a big, thick skull. That felt like Harley Quinn to me. Uh, Like, like, like Batman tries to save her, and she attacks him underwater. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. And so, um, in typical Batman style, um, in order to save her, he punches her so hard in the face that she knocks back out and bleeds from her nose a little bit. I didn't like seeing Batman full force punch Harley Quinn in the face. Also, he did it <laughs> underwater, which is hard to do. Yeah, uh, I didn't yeah. need any of that. <laughs> Wait. He's fucking Batman. They shot at him earlier. What if Joker, like, uh, what if what if Joker Aquaman farted away? <laughs> <laughs> he turns funny. around. I mean, it would be very funny if, like, you just saw the Joker just swimming off his makeup is running. <laughs> oh, I have a theory about that he as well. He turned around, and so he he's facing the direction that he wants to propel away from, and mm-hmm. he just opens his mouth and he starts going, <laughs> and the, the, the shockwave of his cool laughter blasts him through the water. Yes, like a star. So, yeah, so this is Batman who, like, has been, was shot at earlier in this scene, but is now like, well, I can't get knifed. I gotta punch a woman in the face. Wait. Um, so he pulls her out Wait. of- Wait, here's my new- I've got one. I've got a new theory. Yes? Joker's an Atlantean. What does that explain? Um. That explains how he wasn't in the car. Oh, I see. Because he was able to, like, boosh away. I think the Joker- is an Atlantean. I think the movie is bad. <laughs> Don't know enough to uh, dispute it. So Batman pulls her out of the I, water. I also like that, yeah, you, you were mentioning that he punched her in the face to avoid getting knifed when he was already shot and he's fine. Yeah. Not only that, we've seen knives pinging off his armor and he's currently underwater. She is no fucking threat to him whatsoever. 
Yeah, but best to punch her anyway. Yeah. So he pulls her out of the water, kind of like slams her on the like hood of his car or whatever. And, and I, I do want to go through every single step of what is about to happen. So he checks her pulse mm-hmm. and presumably finds that she doesn't have one and he needs to do CPR. So he skips the part where you try and restart the person's heart, blah, 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 whatever. Duke chest compression. In fact, in fact, not only that, he skips the part that is the only important part of CPR. She doesn't have a pulse. Literally. She needs a kiss from a handsome prince. <laughs> so comment, current medical knowledge is that you don't do the mouth to mouth. You just do the chest compressions. Hmm. Well, he's an idiot. You don't. The mouth to mouth is not necessary. Yeah, and he's not CPR trained, and he doesn't care about keeping people alive. So, so. he just kisses. So then- he doesn't do. He doesn't do mouth to mouth either. He doesn't like hold her head like you're supposed oh, to. Oh no, he was he was cucking Joker. Joker loves it. The best part is that he he half does it. So he goes. He's like, oh, I got to give her mouth to mouth. He puts his hand over her nose, mm-hmm. and like puts, I guess puts his other hand like on her chin or something, and then like puts his mouth on her mouth to start breathing, but then doesn't and immediately takes his other, his hand that's on her nose away and just starts kissing her. No, she she... wakes up and starts kissing him. Yes, yes, she does. But he also takes away his hand. Yeah, he starts kissing her first. Like pretty much immediately. It's really- It's so fucking weird. It's upsetting. I guess she did have a pulse then. Hooray. Maybe- Maybe, like, Ben Affleck, like, whiffed the blocking and, like, was supposed to be doing CPR for longer, but it really just looks like he's like, oh, time to do mouth-to-mouth, psych, like. He he checked for a pulse. He said, oh, she has a pulse. Good. That means that I can kiss her. She'll love this. She's going to get a big kick out of this. Right. And she does. She does love it. She's going to get a big kiss out of this. She she wakes up and she starts kissing him and she's like, mm-mm, like, puts her hand on her head or whatever. He pulls away to stop her. And puts his hand on her neck. Just for funsies. I mean, at least he didn't punch her in the face again. Well, we don't know that. It's the end of the scene. Just, you can tell that... You can tell that this is supposed to be like, ha-ha, sexy, dark, sexy. It's like, ooh, she got to kiss him. Uh, Hand on her neck, blah. And it's like, I don't enjoy any part of this from Batman. I have great news, though. Yeah, because we're done with this scene. Yeah, and we are on af- after what feels like 45 minutes of talking about the character everyone Harley and the Joker. It, like, cuts to black as it seems like Batman slams her in his trunk. <laughs> We've got the character that everyone has been waiting for, though. Yes. George Digger Harkness, a.k.a. Oh, I'm George Digger Harkness. Captain Boomerang. Oh, Captain I can't Boomerang. wait to cosplay as him. And he, you want to hear something funny about this guy? He's Australian? Well, he's played by Jai Courtney. This um, guy's got a fetish for pink unicorns. How funny is that? Yeah. That was so yeah. fucking so, cringe. Oh my god! So we've got charges. 56 counts of aggravated assault. 88 counts of burglary. First degree. Psych profile. Deranged lunatic. Famously something that psychologists will call someone. Uh, possible alcoholic. What? Um, <laughs> Impossible to tell. Random. Fetish is pink unicorn. Random. Right? Like, these, clearly, like, these are supposed to have a little bit of, like, personality of, like, this is the, you know, these are facts about them, but also- Why aren't you laughing? Huh? Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> about what? About about the, it says fetishes pink unicorns. Haha. <laughs> Random. Random! 
Um, <laughs> LOL, chicken, <laughs> um, penguin. So I'm sure we're really gonna dig into the lore of that when we meet him. So Will we weird. meet him? I, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. Also, really like because I feel like that's a really lame. I don't know. Like, if you were going to put a funny fetish, there's so many others that would be actually funny. Yeah, like, make him a feet. To go, feet. like, the most girly, like, little kiddish almost thing that you can think of is, like, that's not and, um, funny. It's not funny. It would be f- so funny if he was into feet, though. I mean, they should show it just in case. That'd be pretty funny. So his thing is that he is an Australian bank robber. He robbed every bank in Australia, and he ran out of banks to rob, so he came to the United States to rob some banks. Also, (laughs) an established thing about him is that when he finishes robbing a bank, he always robs a bank with a partner, but he hates working with people. So the the last thing he does in the bank robbery is always that he kills, question mark? Knocks out, question mark? He boomerangs him. I'm pretty sure he kills this guy that we see here. This boomerang is very metal. It looks shiny. Yeah, he like boomerangs him right in the head. I guess so. Because yeah, he clonks the guy with a boomerang. The guy's like, and I gotta say. This is the guy that can defeat Superman. Amanda. Amanda Waller. It's it's bad enough already that you're like, in case there's an evil Superman, if Zod comes back, we're going to need a team of metahumans that can beat him. And one guy with a knife. I know. I mean, Let's include a guy with a, a bank robber with a boomerang who notably hates working with people and always betrays and kills them. I mean, literally every person is super antisocial so far, so... This um, is the worst possible per- Like, yeah. Harley Quinn makes more sense being on the team than yeah. this guy. Because yeah. she at least has, like, skills. But her, but she gives us an incredibly weak-ass justification for why he's on the team. Because what happens at the end of this scene that I really was not expecting is that he's leaving the mm-hmm. bank and the Flash shows up. Didn't know the Flash was in the franchise yet. I think I think that what I have read is that... What? What are you talking about? The Flash was in Batman v Superman. Doing what? Oh, you're right. But I did... Uh, he appeared... Uh, in the in the security camera Bruce. footage. Oh, 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 true. Lois is the key. You were right, Molly. Uh, yeah, I will say maybe watching these out of order has uh, thrown me off. Anyway, the Flash shows up and is like, eh, honor among thieves, eh, and then captures and arrests Captain Boomerang. I mean, so, no, uh, what I'm thinking is that, um, so... We just see the Flash running towards him at high school. <laughs> and then he, I like, assume- knocks him back. <laughs> no, I assume that he just evaporates him into 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 a gas. He, he runs through him like Superman, yeah. But no, 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 <laughs> because Amanda justifies, she's like, she says the reason that they're putting him on the team is, mm-hmm. quote, he tangled with a metahuman and lived to tell about it. Uh-huh. So the reason that they're putting this antisocial... Hates working with people, boomerang bank robber on the Suicide Squad to fight evil Superman, maybe, is because the Flash didn't murder him. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, what does that mean about all of the other people Flash has encountered? (laughs) He run through them. Does he just kill everyone? Yeah, I think he has a thing. Oh, well, welcome to the team. I think the Flash might be a Sue. His intro is, yeah, so Boomerang's intro is super duper short. Can't wait for that guy to get killed immediately. Next up is El Diablo. I mean, we there's still a member of the Suicide Squad that we haven't met yet. Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. What? Um, huh? 
I know. Never... Um, eh. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm aware of. I'm aware of what happens to him. We'll see. Hmm. I'm not. So this talk about short intros. This next guy is basically just told to us and not shown. El um, Diablo, the pyrokinetic homeboy. Uh, Chato Santana. Yes, he's an arsonist gangbanger who turned himself in after burning down somebody's his house, a house, whatever. His own yeah, house. Yeah. So th- this happens so fast that I could, I had to watch it again to figure out what happened here. I believe that I believe that his girlfriend died. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. You can believe whatever you want, Giga. He was at home with his wife and kids. Right. He and his wife got in some kind of argument. He got really angry uh-huh. and accidentally lost control of his powers and incinerated okay. his whole family. Whoops. The police come to the house to arrest him, which is what we see here. He's like walking out of the burning house. Arms up. And he just turns himself And up. he just walks out with his hands up and surrenders. He, he is the one character... That I like. I'm looking forward to seeing more of this guy. I like him. His his um flavor text thing um says, uh, well it says like he's got the f- the firepower and everything. It says true extent of power unknown. Uh, and also it says caution flammable. No, he's not flammable. <laughs> That's the point. That's the whole thing. He's inflammable. Uh, and then Amanda fucking he's inflammable. Amanda has the nerve to in her voiceover say something like also in his he looks like the fucking furative pygmy just cradling the first flame in his fucking interest yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought yeah. it was ki- it's kind of cool because like at Belle Reve he, they keep him in like some kind of concrete tube and he just like uh-huh. I guess this is his thing is that the only flame that he makes is like a little flame figure of his wife in his hand that he just keeps up at all times oh I didn't yeah. see Apparently. that that's that's kind of cool I didn't notice the flame. But Amanda Waller has the fucking nerve as she's doing this voiceover to be like, but then he surrendered on his own, a king who lost his queen. You can't do that twice. No, you cannot. Twice. You absolutely cannot. Um, so she's like, but guys, you gotta, you gotta check this shit <laughs> check out. out. He's just something fucking awesome. And so she shows him this terrible, terribly edited snuff film. Looks super fake. It's very, it's of, very fake. Of him incinerating, incinerating an entire, uh, Gen pop of prisoners. Yeah, it's like him in the um, prison yard, and he's getting—he's going to get attacked or something. So he burns yeah. everyone. I was a little um, confused about the sequence of events here because when we meet him, he's like, "No, I'm a pacifist. I don't—I don't do that's not me anymore." But it looks like the sequence of events was kills his family. He has like it, he like a switch flips inside of him. He's like, "I can't be this man anymore. What have I done? Oh no!" He surrenders to the police. But then when we see him at the prison, he, like, kills everybody, and he, like, puts a flaming crown on his head, and he's like, what are you gonna do about it, bitch? And I'm like, wait, but I thought he already had a change of heart before that. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Not quite yeah. sure what happened it's, there. Maybe it's, yeah. like, one of those things that, like, you know, like, where alcoholics are like, I can have one or two drinks, where he's <laughs> like, you know, when he, can- when he kills his family, he's like, ooh, that's too much. But then he's like, well, if people make me mad, I can kill them with fire. I can and then eventually, 50 or 60 guys. Yeah, or just one. <laughs> I can that, stop that's... at 60. <laughs> um, I, you could stop at 50 or 60 stores or just one. Um, but then, yeah, he's like, wait, actually, no, I can't. I like that he has like a, 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 a Nahuatl name. I think that that's nice. A what? No waddle. It's the 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 Aztec or Mexicano. Um, 
language. Okay. I think it's cool. I mean, they do. I mean, they I like they nice. they gave him that kind of I name do. so that he sounds like a gangbanger. Unfortunately, but yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he's not anymore. So also, he he just looks like the Joker with all the tattoos, which I think you shouldn't do that twice. I think his tattoos. I think his tattoos are cool. No, I, I mean that's fine. I'm just saying, cool, like, if you're gonna have this guy who looks like this, don't also have the Joker look like that. I'm just saying the Joker should have been different. Oh, I mean, just don't have the Joker. Just just simply don't have the Joker in the Ooh, movie. There's an idea. Doesn't he have kind of like that skull tattoo stuff where, yeah. it, like, you know, like you can see his like teeth bones or whatever. His yeah, tattoo well, is like of ta- the teeth bones so that his skull has. Yeah, he has tattoos of like the the in, uh, the indent of like. The jawbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, next up is um, Waylon Jones, aka Killer Croc, and we hear Fortunate Son. It ain't me. It ain't me. They've been playing licensed songs this whole time, but <laughs> this was the first one that I that I knew the name of it again. Uh, mm-hmm. The we Killer Croc. So he is already in Bell Reeve, I guess. He's like in a Bell Reeve sewer tunnel. I guess is where they keep him question mark. Like they just boarded They're... him up. It just looks like a sewer oh, it... level from a video game. <laughs> Were they all brought to Bell Reeve to become Yes. Team X or Yes. Because I yes. think they were already all there. No, they I thought no, no, them becoming Team X was no, no, no. when Amanda Waller was later. got Batman to arrest them, arrest Deadshot and uh uh, oh, uh and Harley, Harley Quinn yes, and have yes, them yes, yes, sent yes, to yes. Bell Reeve okay. for her. Yeah. So okay. the guards go so, in, including uh, Griggs' name, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Griggs. go to feed him a big slab of meat. It's a pig carcass. Yeah, and he starts attacking them, and, and then they tase him. I don't know that tasers are necessarily the way I would attempt to deal with a guy whose entire thing is that he's got super thick scales all over him, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, they don't use them later either. And also he's standing in water. Yeah. Maybe don't use electrical weapons near him yeah so we don't really get that much of a backstory on him his backstory is basically just like he has this like evolutionary Uh regression i think they call it an atavism which is not a thing uh Um, yeah back to back to when humans were crocodiles were crocodiles i mean we were synapses at one point he he is a metahuman that his mutation that has crocodile man makes him look like a crocodile. So she's like, oh, he's yeah. a missing link. I don't think they're really saying that he's like an ancient. Yeah, he's what evolution forgot. It's like fuck off. She says that mm-hmm. he and he looked he looks like a monster, so they treated him like a monster, so he became a monster. So he's basically just a victim. And then and then the story ends he's... with until Batman chased him out of Gotham and he had nowhere else to go. Oh no! So again, Batman really sounding like a cool dude. No, no, Batman didn't chase him out. Val? He was chased out of Gotham by the Bat. The Bat. This is where I realized they have avoided calling him the goofy name of Batman so hard that they have now given him the basically official Mm -hmm. goofy name of the Bat. The Bat, yeah. It's the Bat! Like, how is that less, how is that more intimidating? I don't know. Just call him Batman. And then she says, we saved the best for last, the witch, and honest to God, blowing shit up witch. The, so, we saved the best for last, the antagonist of the movie. <laughs> um, it's, so it's Cara Delevingne? Yes, Cara Delevingne. So we meet Dr. Moon over June. It's, it's June Moore. June Moon. June Moon. No, June Moon. Oh, Dr. Moon over June. Yes. June Moore. I also June thought it was Moore, but it is June Moon. 
It's she, mm-hmm. uh, it's Enchantress. Basically, so she's a archaeologist mm-hmm. who decided to just kind of own her own for uh, somehow go into a jungle somewhere, and uh, she fell down mm-hmm. and she released the bad juju. And the bad juju is Enchantress. She does the stupidest horror movie thing ever, where she falls into a like, yeah, an ancient, you know, pyramid tomb something full of like full of skulls, and there's like a little like bottle of perfume. Who knows? And yeah, she's and like, it's like vibrating at her, and it's like June. So she's like, yeah. oh, okay, let me. Yeah, let me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I like a lot of the Enchantress stuff, to be honest. I I like that like she looks into the shadows and she sees herself, but like freaky. She's very creepy. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah, I like I like that. Cool. I like. There's a part later where it, it's very it like lampshades her being creepy, where the guy's like, "Don't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, I don't watch horror movies, and as a person who is very uh, uh, cowardly, this this was this is this is pretty scary to me. Okay. <laughs> I it's this is a little much for me. I gotta say, the way she's like scuttling around like a crab, <laughs> it was really. Ew. Well, don't worry that we've we've seen all that we've seen all of that that she's going to do in the entire movie. Yeah, probably. Uh, no. For sure. She's very creepy. She also, there, her, her intro screen says, um, one of the things is relatives, incubus brother, currently in a jar. I wonder if that'll come back. I thought it was funny. I wrote it down because I thought it was funny and it, then it turns out to actually be important. So. I think that was kind of what they were going for though. I think they I were completely going... missed it and I was very confused when it came up later. Oh, it also Sorry. says that she's <laughs> 6,373 years old, if that matters. Yeah, but we we don't know the limit of her power. I mentioned earlier that uh, a lot of this, like, introing stuff felt like it was supposed to be a lot longer. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest instance of that. Because, yeah. uh, first of all, in, in classic DCEU, <clears throat> what the hell is your sound mixing fashion? Uh, David Harbour says, <laughs> And then she says, <laughs> Well... Well, thank you for asking what happens if she tries to turn me into a frog. She can't, because legend has it that the witch has a secret buried heart, and anyone who controls it controls her. So I got it, and now I have it. Not a very good secret, because they found it where they also found the witch. Yeah. Right, they just show, like, a five-second clip of, like, people, like, digging, and then she's just like, so here it is, I have it. It's like, yeah. Cara Delevingne really puts her all into this one, and I think she's really good as the Enchantress. I agree. Um, It's hard for me to see anything other than Cara Delevingne when I look at her, but, like, she's a good actress, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think it's just funny, though, yeah, like, it's like in in episodes of Elementary where they'll, they'll just be like, so we executed a search warrant on your home, and we found this, and it's like... We don't want to do a scene about it. It's fine. It's just somewhere in there and we found it. They, liter- they literally say legend has it. She has a secret buried heart. Here it is. Yeah. Here it is. We found she, it. They ask her, um, you know, because all the rest of them are in Bell Rev. So they're like, where's the witch? And she goes, she's in my pocket. And then she explains the stuff about the heart. But I really thought, and we have one prepared. And then she pulls, she pulls a little. What I, I thought that she was gonna pull a little lady <laughs> out of her pocket. I did too. I really thought she was gonna be like, Ooh. and she's like holding her by like the back of the co- the collar, like <gasps> she pulls out a pokeball. <laughs> Enchantress, go! I mean, she basically is a Pokemon God. for how she's used in these scenes. 
So, okay, they, they ask her, how do you know that Enchantress will do what you say? And she says... And she says, the stupidest reason anyone could possibly think of. Getting people to act against their own self-interests for the good of the United States is what I do best. She just does it. Do you think she was on Trump's uh, campaign team? <laughs> <laughs> this is like... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I forgot what the laugh was, and I was just kind of... <laughs> so, uh, that, that's to say that she gets she got herself a troop. Oh uh, my god. She got Colonel Rick Flagg, so her number, West yeah. Point grad expert in spec ops, counterinsurgency expert. I'm Colonel, I'm Colonel Rick, Rick Flagg. I've been working at my pawn shop Expert for... can use any weapon in U.S. inventory, currently assigned with, to Argus, golfs with a three handicap. Bing. Uh, funny... Cringe. Anyone who plays golf is cringe. Yes. I got an ad on my YouTube today that I had heard before when I was, like, not looking at my phone um, that was like, you know you can get better. We want to help. And I was just assumed it was, like, an antidepressant ad, like a lot of my other YouTube ads for some reason. Um, but I watched it today, and it was a guy, like, at a train station, like, pretending to swing a golf club, but he's holding an umbrella, and then he, like, gets on the train. And it was an ad for, like golf lessons <laughs> from like the golf something of huh. america and i was just like why did you use that music <laughs> okay so she explains I'm walking on sunshine she explains that rick flag is like the the best of the best in special forces and mm -hmm. she says i sent him to find june moon he finds her like th this sequence is very confusing not to find her just to cover her I mean, to, to take care of well, her, whatever. No, 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 because he, like, shoots his way through some kind of compound, and he ultimately finds her in, like, a weird grass bathtub. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got and a, she's a, like, a bathtub Help. full of grass and blood being normal. Yeah, it was, um, like, mud. No like, idea what any of that it's was. It's normal. Th another thing that I assume was supposed to be, like, ten minutes long in the original. Normal. Don't release the air cut. I don't want it. So she uh, she says, but here's the good news. I sent him after her and he got a boner and she got a boner. So now they're in love. Now they're boned up together. They're My frotting. plan is coming together perfectly. So I have her heart and she has his. So so because here's what I don't get. Why does the government need to manipulate their own special forces operative into doing special forces work for them? Because uh, because Amanda Waller is. That's um, a let me let me check. Great fucking question. She's evil. Um. He works for the U.S. government. Yeah, but like, what if yeah. he didn't want to? He's the number one troop. She's got. He a, loves being evil. She's got to trust but verify. His last name is Flag. His last name is Flag. And she's like, but how will we get him to work for us? I mean... Well, I mean, it shows later that he has a conscience, and he's like, I don't like yeah, it. And then how also, did he become who he is? And also, like... <laughs> That's a great question. Well, the thing is that it actually backfires on them later, because he's unwilling to inform Waller about her, because he has a personal connection to her. Yep, good job, Amanda. We go to the Pentagon, they talk about how if Superman was still here, he could kill the president if he farted, and he and Amanda is like, I have a plan, though. And she tells them about Task Force X, 
and you can call me a planda. She basically says, "Good that uh, the the benefit of having Task Force X is that we don't have to have any like official connection to them." And we can throw them under the bus the second anyone finds out they exist. So it's easy. Now to present the first member. And then she pulls out the box with the heart in it. What are we? Some kind of chop suey squad? <laughs> I just, I love that she says this and directly. to reveal that June Moon is just sitting here? Yeah, June's just yeah. there. She's so, she, she says this in front of the crown like, jewel of the squad. How does she apparently. have? She, they're like in the Pentagon. Yeah, June's just allowed to be places. Well, they brought her specifically for this presentation. Yeah, because she's the most stable of all of them. Because her her <laughs> Yes so. Well, because her, her 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 evil power is sequestered in a different side of her being. Well, um, the, I mean the real reason is that she uh, Enchantress is the only one that Amanda Waller actually has right now. Yeah. She has to ask permission to get the others. Yeah. Which, oh yeah. Which I mean, okay. you would think that you'd need more permission to enslave a civilian than to enslave a um uh to en- you you'd think you'd need more permission to enslave a civilian than to enslave a uh, a bunch of prisoners, but okay. Yeah, so Amanda Well, she's not enslaving her. She's just uh She's enslaving uh... her. So Amanda says, you've probably all been wondering why this archaeologist is here in the Pentagon. Well, check this out. Uh, and she pulls out the heart and she says, come on, Enchantress. And there's a very, it's cool. I would say a very, very cool, a very cool shot. I was going to say creepy, but then you said cool. It's cool as hell. Cool. It's pretty cool. It's very creepy where like uh, uh, June's hand is like on the table, I think. And like a mm-hmm. black hand reaches out from the reflection. Yeah. And like these weird, like shadowy fingers, like they like creep out to like hold her hand from like, un- it's very- and then they reverse and then they flip over. Yeah. And it's, and now yeah. she's, she's, dangerous. Dangerous. she's dirty. And then Amanda says, Amanda says, go, go get it girl. And she throws a tennis ball just to describe Cool. We didn't describe Enchantress. She's very uh, dirty and nude. Um, she's Cara Delevingne, mm-hmm. but wearing a weird headdress. She's not wearing a lot of clothes, but and wearing a weird headdress and very dirty and wearing and a And scuttling around like a hermit. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's cool. It's like that ancient so, uh, looking, you know, oh, yeah. kind of caveman-ish almost sort of something. I don't know. Yeah, sort of just kind of like, I don't know. Anyway, she's dirty. Wearing a fur bikini. Fur bikini. And yeah, she has a big club. And then she she puts her staff in the trash can and she carwheels away. Um, no, been too long since this, since it wants to be a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Monkey woman. Oh. <laughs> Monkey woman. What was the relevance of that joke? Fur bikini. Fur bikini. Oh, fur bikini. Okay. So, she, yeah, she's Monkey Woman. She, uh, Enchantress, uh, like, looks back at Amanda, who's holding the heart, and she's like, Grr. She teleports across the room, and she gives the general a binder full of documents from the Tehran Ministry of Weapons or something. Was it a Hatsune Miku binder? What? So the weapons, no. oh, <laughs> uh, no, we- weapons ministry balls in Tehran. And I think what's supposed to be implied here is that she teleports to Tehran and then teleports back to the other side of the room. Yes. Just to, yeah. I assume anyway. so. And they're like, we've been trying to get this info for months. The weird thing about her is that she's kind of got like a sort of, when she's enchantress, she's got, kind of got sort of like a weird appropriated Babylonian type looking deal going on. 
but she was found in like a jungle. I don't know. And then she does a funny comedy moment where she's like, like rubbing the general's shoulder or whatever. And he's yeah. like, please stop. That got a laugh out of me. Yeah. Cause um, she's also like, she kind of is like a pig pen from, um, peanuts where she's got like kind of black smoky dust coming off of her all the time. Yeah. She's got, she's just kind of like ambiently doing creepy shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And I like that they drew attention to that. He's like, please don't do that. Don't touch um, me. Please don't touch so Amanda like gives the heart a little poke with a stick and uh, Enchantress gets like expelled and June is back and she's like, please don't make me do that again. I hate doing that. And Amanda She'll says, get- no, get her out of here, Colonel Flag. Why is she? Why was she even here in the first place? I get this didn't occur to me at the time, but like to get the weapons. Why binder. would she even agree to get the weapons binder? No, no, no. I mean, why would why would Dr. Moon agree to do this? Her boyfriend told her to. What, but why would her boyfriend agree to do it? Because he, he's a troop. Right, because she has influence over Rick Flagg, and Rick Flagg has influence over her. Therefore, Amanda Waller somehow has influence over both of them. No, because that's... No, because she has influence over Enchantress. Exactly. And Enchantress is inside of someone who has influence over Rick Flagg. Exactly, but she it's, has influence it's not, over Rick Flagg. She doesn't have influence over... She doesn't have, she doesn't have influence over Rick Flagg without, the, without June. That's her influence over him. That is a very good question. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to read between a lot of lines here and say, Amanda having the heart means that she has influence over Enchantress, and the person who can control Enchantress is someone that June would want to be on the good side of. Hmm. And also because she can, I think that by killing Enchantress, she would also kill June. I mean, June very clearly says later in the movie that she would love that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my best guess. I don't really but not, know. Not Amanda. He do- she doesn't want to get killed by Amanda. She wants to get killed by a boyfriend. She loves it. Uh, also, for some reason, that convinces the Pentagon to authorize his Task Force X. Because they got they the Tehran file. They love the binder, yeah. They love the binder. They well, that's what's weird at, is they're not just like... They look at Thomas Jefferson and they're like, I love the binder. It would have made sense yeah. if they were like, well, wait, hold on. Forget that shit. Let's just do this. <laughs> forget the task force. Let's just steal documents using this teleporting ghost lady. Yeah. Right. Like, that seems a lot more U.S. government to me. Yeah, it's they're just like, like, hey, I want to make, make my army of super slaves. And they're like, what if we just did this instead? Yeah, I guess she's. Um, I guess she's like... If you want me to steal documents with the ghost lady, you gotta let me get the task force together. So, do you guys like subtlety? No. So, uh, her task force gets approved, and she goes to Belle Reve, and she walks in, and, uh, the- Sorry, uh, is it Belle Reve or Belle Rev? Are we- are we sounding like- He says Belle Rev. Okay. Let's- let's- It's- it's Borm Bim. Okay, it's Borm Bim. So she goes to Bourne I mean, when I first saw it, I wrote it down as Bellevue, so we can just call it that. She goes to Bellevue and uh, flies in, and Bellevue is going to be underwater in, like, a year because of global warming. It's oh, not yeah. looking great. Um, the It's raining so, cats and dogs and killer crocs. So she goes in, and the first person she goes by is harley quinn's funny cage so harley quinn we didn't describe earlier is in a literal cage in oh, yeah. the middle of a barbed wire fence in the middle of her room she's doing her um, funny dances and she sees it are you the devil we and really can't stress enough the extent to which harley quinn is doing sexy baby voice in this mm-hmm. yeah are you the devil and amanda's like maybe maybe also maybe 
Subtle. Also, half of Harley's hair is pink on the bottom, and half of it is light blue on the bottom. That's new. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a little faded. But it was fully she used blonde the... when we first met her. Where did she go for a tup- touch up? Um, Maybe that happened from the way that she got electrocuted. Blood and urinal cakes. <laughs> Great. So they then go to find Killer Croc. Uh, Rick Flag has a very homoerotic moment with Killer Croc. Really, I don't remember that. They get their faces get real close. They just they're looking at each other. They're they're like, hey, hey, hey. Um, what brings you down here? <laughs> Daddy gave you good advice. <laughs> so Rick Flag's like, like he says, and it's like. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. <laughs> I can't recite the, recite the scene from memory. I think the but, scene, it, it's something like... Well, I don't like, have any memory of the scene. <laughs> he's like, wow, you're freaky looking. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, uh, the, 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 that porn clip where it's like the two guys in the forest and like, he's oh, like, God. oh, hey, didn't see you there. <laughs> Daddy gave you good advice. Moving on. <laughs> Moving oh. on. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's time for Diablo, and this was... Wait, we skipped... The the only thing... The only thing that was interesting about this part, about the Killer Croc one, is that he's like, ask me why I'm down here, and Rick Flagg is like, why are you down here? And he says, I asked. And then he walks away. Alrighty then. Because he's a monster. He likes to be in the sewer. So I know that Griggs is supposed to be a piece of shit, but this was a little much for me, is that... They go to Diablo's, like, concrete tube cell thing, and Griggs is, like, pounding on the on the window thing, and he's like, Yo, S.A., put down the burrito, okay, man. Okay, wait, so, Sam, what you're saying is that he abuses, we've seen him abuse women. No, no, but, no, 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 don't put words in my mouth. To be a racist prison guard f- is just beyond the pale. It's not the fact that he's racist. It's not the fact that he's racist. It's the line, put down the burrito, because he's sitting... In the tube, just sitting there doing nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put down the burrito makes no sense. Per- prison guards aren't funny, and they're needlessly racist. I guess so. I just feel like I I don't know why that was the line that was written for him. I feel like it's in character. Um. Anyway. Or maybe he has some kind of brain disease where he, so, everywhere he looks, people are holding burritos. So Amanda Waller goes up and she says... Hey, man, have you seen this cool viral video I found online? <laughs> Check out this snuff film we've been watching. <laughs> and, and Rick's like, oh, let me talk to him. And well, he, well, first Diablo says, I don't want to be a weapon anymore. Um, yeah, he says, that. No, that's is... not me. That man is dead and gone. Rick, yeah. No, Rick talks to him first. So so Amanda is like, yeah. Amanda is like um, hey, look how cool it is when you kill people. And he doesn't respond at all. And Rick, flag, Rick goes up and he's like, Hey, don't you want like a cold beer and a a late a warm lady, a hot babe? Yeah, and yeah, and he says, "I'm a man, okay, not a weapon. I'll die in here before I ever raise my fists again." And then he, he's like meditating. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, he like waves his hands like that little um Squidward. I mean uh, SpongeBob Jeffrey goes like imagination. imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, this says bye. He does that, and it's it says bye in fire, and I. Fucking love this dude. I love him. This is so cool. He's good. I don't want him. I do like him. It's unclear after this if they actually recruited him or not. I mean, they. Oh, no, they. It's not an option. Yes. It's not a choice that they're offering these people. They just kind of leave it on that, though, which is a weird way to do it. I love this guy. I think he's really well. I mean, like, 
his actor's doing a good job as far as I can tell so far. But also I'm just like, he doesn't want to do his firepowers anymore. Don't make him. Leave him alone. So he's definitely... I'm going to call it now that he's not making it through the movie. I know. It's just like, I really hope that he doesn't have to like start being fire at people. I just want him to be happy. Yeah, but he's going to. He and Harley are going to run off and get married at the end of the movie. (sighs) Yes, good. We go to Deadshot next, and this is... This one is fucking Black long. Black starts playing. It felt long. Long. Uh, uh, Rick Flag says, like, take off his restraints. Here's my table of 100 guns. So they- uh, There's a potato gun and all that. Uh, he says, do, do it epic. Be good. And he loads He loads a gun. He points it at Griggs. And everyone's like, hey, Rick, what were you thinking? Uh, he has his finger on the trigger, which is, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, poor trigger uh, discipline. And he I can mean, have whatever trigger discipline he wants. I mean, so the- I think he has a good control over his trigger finger. Yeah, trigger discipline is, you're not supposed to be, have your finger on the trigger. You're not supposed to point a gun at someone unless you plan to shoot them. You're not supposed to have the, uh, your finger on the trigger unless you plan on pulling it. I think he is in both of those situations at the moment. Right. He's thinking about it. He doesn't but he's think- not, because he says, he's just taunting. He's like, what's for dinner, Griggs? And Griggs is like, ah, loaf. And Griggs makes it funny. He's like, if I die, clear my <laughs> internet history. Grapefruit! Uh, <laughs> great. So, uh, and then Deadshot, I didn't quite understand what this was. Deadshot's like, don't worry, Griggs. This gun won't actually fire. Uh, the, the something something is something something, then it only something something. Firing pin is worn, is filed down, and there's dummy rounds in there. And Amanda says, oh yeah, we wouldn't give you a real gun. You can feel free to pull the trigger. And then he pulls the trigger, but he points, he points the gun up and pulls the trigger and it fires an actual bullet. And Griggs is like, god damn it. And then Black Skin starts playing. Why did Amanda want him to shoot Griggs? I mean, she doesn't give a fuck about anything. Black Skin Head was playing through this entire scene. It just started playing in earnest. Um, well, I noticed it now. Anyway, so th- we get what felt like a 10 minute scene of him shooting targets with guns forever. But it's, it's funny cause he's shooting the same exact place on every target. So I, it's not, it's just kind of like, what is he doing? It's yeah. So, he's so shooting he, like, well, it's their metal targets, right? So they're like sheet mm-hmm, metal. He's shooting the same exact place in the middle of the head of every target. Because it's like making a little dent and then the dent is getting longer. I mean, the, yeah, the dent is getting deeper and then it blows all the way through. Yeah. So like... But it would have been cooler if he had spelled out by on the targets with bullets. I did think it was yeah. funny. I don't know if you noticed this. They they had the, the like beat from Black Skinhead blasting but they like turned Kanye's vocals down so much. Well, yeah, because it's it's someone's <laughs> talking, so it has to be low in the mix. <laughs> that hasn't been how the rest of the music has been, though. Um, so Deadshot starts making demands. He's like, uh, he he like gets up in Rick Flag's face. He's like, I want freedom. I want full custody of Zoe. My ex-wife's stank ass boyfriend Darnell can't come <laughs> around. Zoe gets a full ride scholarship to an Ivy League school. And then Rick is like, You're not really in any position to make demands, Deadshot. And Deadshot goes. You fucking dumbass. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your boss. And honestly, that that's a very reasonable... I mean, that's what should be... That's the reparations that should be paid to every person who has been in the U.S. prison system, to be honest. Yeah, that Darnell can't come <laughs> but around. But no um, stank-ass boyfriends at all. Darnell can't come Fuck around. Darnell. I, d- I didn't understand this moment where Deadshot is, like, talking directly to Rick Flagg, and Rick is responding, and he's responding to Rick, and then at the end he's like, uh-huh. I wasn't talking to you. 
Because you, you were. Because yeah. we didn't see, but Amanda Waller was doing sign language behind uh, Rick's head. Yeah. So, Amanda's actually standing directly behind Rick, so he's just looking through his head. So that so, is cool. Um, That's that. Uh, Rick, Rick doesn't like it, though. Rick doesn't like the Suicide Squad. Hey, did they forget about Captain Boomerang? No. He's just not interesting. Because they didn't, they didn't recruit yeah. him. I know. Did they cut that for time? Will that happen later? I, only time will tell. Maybe the guys at the Pentagon were like, "You can have your task force, but not the not the Australian guy because he sounds lame." Yeah, they they like went through her binder and they're like, "Okay, like most of this is fine, but like, <laughs> who's this Australian? What? Why? Why would the boomerang guy help? How is he going to save the president from evil Superman?" We'll Forget see that. if Captain Boomerang comes around. I I would not be surprised if he just doesn't appear in the movie. That would be so funny. After that, they're like in an office. <laughs> they're like in an office and he's like, why do you want to assemble a team of criminals when I could assemble a, just as good a team of cool regular guys? A tier one operators, baby. She tells him, well, you know, the United States used the mafia to protect something, something, blah, blah, blah during World War II. It was hard to tell what she was saying because I couldn't hear a word she was saying in this scene. The, so the United States used the mafia to protect the harbors, uh, U.S. harbors from... The David Harbors. From, uh, yeah, from, the, uh, mostly from uh, spies and, and used the mafia as counterintelligence during World War II. Great. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Movies about heroes and superheroes and, like, bad guys doing stuff for good people love to bring up World War II. Like, Nazi scientists after the war, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. But he's like, okay, but it's not World War II. Yeah. And I'm going to quit. It's not World War II. It's it's you preparing to deal with a hypothetical threat that doesn't exist. <laughs> Yet. And I, I mean, I don't actually know what happens in this movie, but based on what we've seen here... The hypothetical threat, as far as I can tell, is only going to exist because she tried to prepare <laughs> for it. You know, I guess. Whatever. Uh, she tells him, uh, if if you don't cooperate, I'm going to strap June to a table and pump her full of drugs. And Rick says, wow, you're evil. And then we get the famous Joker knife like, scene from YouTube.com. So, Joker is at his most fentanyl in this, uh, in this moment. He's just out of it. I also... He wants to know where Harley is, which is confusing because he did kill her. I have to say, this scene gave me a theory. It's not... Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say you liked it. No! Oh, my God! Whew! That's terrifying. The It's not Martha Manhunter level of things, okay. but yeah. it does explain something in Justice League, so... No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So, when we first meet Joker, when he's, um somehow seducing Harleen Quinzel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, he has, like, really stark tattoos. They're, like, you know, on his face. It's very clear to... You can read that it says damaged mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then the club scene, it almost seemed like he had more tattoos. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or what. And then in this scene, his tattoos seem faded. Yeah. Almost smudged. Uh -huh. And then in the future, the, you know, in the future vision that Batman, the nightmare that he has. Doesn't have any He doesn't tattoos. have any tattoos. Maybe because. Is your theory that he draws them on? Yes. Maybe because in the nightmare future, uh, Maybelline liquid eyeliner is hard to come by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought. I think he draws his tattoos on. I thought that you were going to say that his tattoos yeah. are are magical tattoo tattoos that represent how much hope he has for a happy life with a woman he loves. 
<laughs> no, I think he just sharpies them on. Um, no, that, that'd be stupid. What it, this isn't a podcast about symbolism. If you want that, listen to Matter Meteor Lads. Oh um, my god. <laughs> so, Joker's, yeah. Joker's so his in his house, knife circle, and he wants to know where Harley is, and... Once again, just, why is it this? His house... You know, maybe he's gone off the rails a little bit or something, mm-hmm. but in the near the entrance where his like number two guy comes in, mm-hmm. um, the walls have been spray painted neatly with the word "ha!" exclamation point over and over and over again. It's his funny, which thing. I guess is a way of right. It's like a way of illustrating his laugh of like, <laughs> but what we who? No, ha. When, no, ha. ha. <laughs> oh, ha. Sorry. Thank you, Val. When you're going, when you're, you're, I mean, like, going crazy is not a thing. You know what I mean, though? Like, he's, <laughs> when you like, are, spiraling. When you're Movie in, summary voice, capital G going, capital C crazy. Right. Mode. Yeah, he's spiraling. Why are all the ha's the same size and all on, like, an, an even line like it's not like he went crazy and spray painted ha 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 over and over again on his wall it's like he well it represents how organized his mind is right he like went crazy and then like wrote out really nicely like it just looks he's on the spectrum though so it looks so strange it doesn't match anything it doesn't have any emotion behind it at all it looks like they told someone to write ha on the wall a bunch of times and that they did also for some reason in this scene, he has like like a chocolate milk mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's drawn What was that? It looked it looked like he drew juggalo paint around his mouth. He has drawn a cartoon smile around his mouth in black. Uh but it was just the outline. It is the outline. It looks like it he, looked really bad. It looked like he drew on the outline of a really bad beard. It looked like he tried to give himself like I knew facial tattoos. Like, like it's not it's it's not like big fat lips that like extend past his normal lips. It's a mouth outside of his mouth. It's very strange. Yeah, it's fucking weird. So this guy walks in and he says, "Where's Harley?" He says, "They have her and also some other guys." Everybody's disappearing. And he says, "You know, if you're a bad enough guy, they call you a terrorist and send you to a black site in Louisiana and cancel you forever." No, thanks Patriot Act. Woohoo! And then Joker says, "Bring the car around." We're going for a drive. And then he falls backwards into his circle of knives and guns, and he starts going... And uh, not not just... Also baby jumpers. Yeah. There's... there's Baby onesies. It looks like he's set up for a date night with Harley, because leading from the door to where he's sitting, it's like, you know, like kind of a P-shape. He's got knives... And then also um, guns, yes. and also red roses, mm-hmm. and baby jumpers, and laptops or something for in the back there. It's P for Joker. And a piano that he has uh-huh. taken all of the keys out of. That's so twisted. And put down around him as well. This is the thing. Is it like, like a piano wire garrote thing? Th- or like You can't you can't establish a character as being like chaotic and unpredictable by having him do weird shit where he like carefully lays out a thousand knives in a perfect spiral around like 
I just, I want to... I think he is kind of like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's character um, in in uh, in Joker, uh, like tries to be a comedian, and he takes where he uh, he takes notes and stuff on co- on comedy shows he goes to, and he doesn't really understand like comedy, but he still tries to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jared Leto Joker was doing the same thing, but with Joker movies. But for the Joker, yeah, the, like he's trying to be the Joker, but he doesn't understand what being the Joker is. Right. Um, he's a Travis. He's a Travis Bickle of the Joker. I just want to see the scene where the Joker is, like, laying out a thousand knives in a circle and, like, just, like, painstakingly, painstakingly, just, like, lining them up. All of the piano keys are in order as well. Let me, yeah, let me just take that piano. Okay, I'll put that one here. Let me get the next one. I'll put that one here. Like, how fucking long would that have taken the Joker to do? (laughs) Forever. Uh, and now we get our last Joker scene of this part of the movie, and hopefully our last Joker scene of the franchise. Me too. I don't know if he appears again after this, but I've heard he's barely in this movie, so hopefully this is the last time we see him. We go to a casino, Griggs is there, I called him Greggs in my notes now, oops, uh, and... Some guy walks up to him, he's like, the boss was to see you, and tases him. They take him to the back, a guy is menacingly chopping meat, and then Joker walks in and starts being annoying. He, like, rubs Griggs' shoulders, and he's like, he's like, ah, ah. He literally he, like, makes... snarls like a, like a panther or something. Yeah, and he makes Griggs kiss his ring, and then he, like, sits on Griggs' lap, and he's like, you're gonna be my friend. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the scene. Hey guys, you ever you ever just eat chicken in your hotel room? Yeah. No. I mean, well, no. Flag does. I don't eat chicken, but um Well, Flag is doing that. Oh, um, also just to add one little detail to the Griggs thing. The reason that he, he Griggs is at a casino, he owes a bunch of money. So the boss of the casino was like, "Hey, we wanted to fucking kill you, but this guy's going to pay your debt." So Joker is like, "We're going to be friends yeah. now." <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yes. I didn't understand that at all. It was really funny because he was like, I know I owe you guys a, I know I'm, I I owe you guys a bunch of money. Like, sorry. But if you give me some more, I'll make it up. That just completely washed over me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so then, cause then uh, the Joker's deputy like throws down a big wad of cash of like, you could have this. Adding to the villainy of the Joker, uh, Griggs continues to live. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Flag is Flag is in his hotel room. He's eating some chicken and looking out a window like you do. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and so embarrassing. And then, yeah, June talks in her sleep. Rainbow! So embarrassing. You, yeah. Do you guys? Do you ever? I I do. I I'm asleep talking. Do you ever whisper um, your trigger phrase that brings out an ancient being that's inhabited your body? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember if we mentioned earlier that June summons Enchantress by calling to her, like Enchantress. just saying Enchantress. Yeah, closing her eyes and saying Enchantress. Yeah. Enchantress seems to be Enchantress's catchphrase. Does the, does the entire plot of this movie hinge on the fact that June accidentally calls out Enchantress's name while she's sleeping? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking it's either that or, like, maybe when she's asleep, she's, like, more vulnerable and Enchantress can be like, it's Enchantress time, Well, I mean, baby. yes. So <laughs> It's Enchantress so time. Directly, it doesn't. <laughs> like, you know how Jason Derulo, like, you can summon him by being like, Jason Derulo. He, like... He does it to himself. And then he falls down the stairs at the Met Gala. 
Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. exactly. That's him. Um, that's such a good. Impression. I mean, what do people normally say when they're sleeping? Right, people that don't have an enchantress to summon, they say me 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 me, and then they wake oh. up and they're themselves. I thought I thought I said Jason Derulo. While I was oh, sleeping. you do, yeah. But a lot of people say me. Well, well, yeah, because Jason Derulo, he would be saying me, but, but he is Jason Derulo. Yeah. So he do, he is saying me, me, me. He's saying Jason Derulo, Jason Derulo, Jason Derulo. Mm-hmm. And similarly, similarly June, June Moon, she's also she's enchantress. enchantress. So, so instead, instead of saying me, 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 she says enchantress, 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 enchantress. Exactly. I can't wait to line that up later <laughs> while I'm editing. The um, so yeah, she says enchantress and becomes enchantress, and Rick's like, "Oh fuck, god damn yep. it!" I didn't think this would happen. She's and he gets on the phone, and she's like, "No, no phone." Kids these days and their phones. No phone, only enchantress. Um, and, <laughs> and she, she like beams a vision into his head of June like dying on a table, which I guess is mm-hmm. to say like this is what will happen if you don't l- let me do what I want. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Because it's like, uh, it's in a hospital. Like, what is yeah. she dying of? Uh, she's dying of being shot. Enchantress disease. Yeah, Enchantress. So Enchantress teleports into Amanda's room. She sees the case where her heart is, but when she gets too close to it, a red light turns on, so she backs off. And she's off. very afraid of red lights. Mm-hmm. And, and then so... she hears, and this is, a, this is another thing that I had to watch like three times to understand what was happening here, uh, is that a, there's a voice from another room that goes, Sister. In another and language. she teleports in there. Huh? It's in another language, but there's a subtitle that says sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. in other languages. Uh, yeah. So she teleports into that room. She looks at some files, which have pictures of the, like, weird statue bottle jar thing that... It's like a little canoptic jar. The reason I was so confused is I... First of all, I missed the thing that said that she has a brother who's also in a jar. Mm-hmm. And I also missed that there were two of them in the first place, so I thought that this was the same one. So I was very oh, confused yeah. about that, but that's okay. I don't need to be able to follow the movie on my first viewing. <laughs> the The ideal way for a movie to be is that you have to pause it and watch it three times to understand it. Yeah. So she sees the, the little jar bottle thing. I don't know why Amanda brought it with her. Yeah, that's my question. Is like, why does Amanda need uh, Amanda need this? She doesn't have someone that to possess with Incubus or Amanda to control him. So it's just nice to have. And why does she know that this is the only brother jar? Did she bring all of the other jars and like they're scattered around the house as decoration? Maybe this is the only other jar. No, yeah, yeah. So, so when I rewatched the intros, uh, we see that in the cave. There's like a little altar, and on the left side is the bottle that June picks up, and on the right side is this one. So it's just mm-hmm. those two. Oh, okay. Okay. Imagine if she if she picked up the other one, she'd be even weirder. Oh my god, <laughs> a boy in a gr- looks like a girl. <laughs> ah! So she picks up the jar and mm-hmm. she says, "Brother," and then she teleports away. And she teleports to, like, a subway station bathroom. Yeah, just a mm-hmm. random... And there's a guy, like, washing his face in the mirror. Talking on the phone. And she, like, reaches out of the mirror and, like, pulls him to smash his face into the mirror. Yeah. And then, like, feeds him her brother's smoke. I liked, I like when she appeared in the reflection and smashed his face into the mirror. Like, it was very creepy. Like Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. That's the, that is the last time I will compare this movie to Twin Peaks. <laughs> and uh, so she, yeah, so she turns this guy into her brother the way that, she, you know, she turned June into herself. And you know, good for her. And he's like, whoa, how long was I out? What the fuck? LOL. 
And did you say good for her? Yeah, girl boss. <laughs> I mean, you you gotta you gotta keep your family close. You know, yeah. do whatever you can for your family. Mm-hmm. And um, she, he's like, wait, what happened? And she's like, the humans turned on us. And he says, I thought they worshipped us. And she says, no, now they own their phone. Now they worship their phones. Now they be on the their phones. Um, yeah, now they worship machines. Now they worship eat hot chip and lie. Kids these yeah. days. And the brother says, I would rather be fetching Pokemon creatures. Um, <laughs> she says that she's going to build a machine to destroy the humans. Yeah, she's going to make a cool mm-hmm. new smartphone. <laughs> I call it the Zune. And she says, "So go eat some people, and I will come back for yeah, you." Yeah, she she says, uh, "Yeah, go go become a Katamari and roll up a bunch of humans, uh, and next time I see you, you'll be a big boy." No, 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 no. So she teleports back into June's body, and June wakes up and she tells uh she's like crying and she's like rick if you ever have to choose between her and me stop her even if it kills me and rick's like okay mm-hmm. okay and rick is like i don't want to do that and so then we get we get incubus and he's hanging out on the subway being very normal and sweaty he's sweating yeah he looks he looks fine he's good i definitely if i saw him in the subway would not Worry that he had just thrown up in the train car that I was in. Um, yeah, he, he falls down. <laughs> he falls, he does, he's like looking at a train and he's like, damn, future shock. And he falls down. Um, Is mm-hmm. this one of those cell phones my sister told me about? <laughs> and then, so he passes out and doctor's like, hey, I know CPR and like Batman. <laughs> so yeah, the brother has a seizure um, of, you know, somebody comes over and says, I'm a physician. Because if he said, I'm a doctor, then people would be like, oh, in what literature? But... <laughs> <laughs> So he starts doing CPR and weird tentacles start exploding out of the guy and they they like suck up the the CPR man and like a police officer who's watching. They form a human yeah. katamari. They like roll onto the subway tracks. Again, it's very creepy. I, I don't know what the tone of this movie is because it's like it's like trying to yeah. be like a like a stylish, like horny heist movie. But then it's doing like weird mm-hmm. body horror, and then it does like weird cringe comedy where it's like oh, pink unicorns, whatever. I, I like, yeah. Um, I I like I like Incubus's effects. I think they look good. It looks cool. I'll give it that. He like grabs the. He looked like a rat king of tentacles. Yeah, he kind of does. He like grabs the tracks and starts like absorbing the electricity, and he like starts growing, and then I think the third rail. It happens kind of fast, but I think a train like crashes into him, but just like. He just like stands there and takes it. Oh yeah, he eats mm-hmm. the train. Yeah, he eat- so like you see the tentacles coming out from in front of him. He's just eating the contents of the train. Oh, okay, and he looks like some kind of like uh, suicide squad three D rendering guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a video game enemy. He doesn't look like a human man yeah, anymore. He's, he's a video like, game. You can tell he's gonna look like Steppenwolf. Yeah, he's a video game man now. Exactly. And- so we go back to the Pentagon, and we're almost done. He looks a lot like Steppenwolf. Is the thing we go back to the? He really does. We go back to the Pentagon. We don't see enough of him. And not like not not Steppenwolf that I like. Steppenwolf that. Where he's got like the weird hat with the horns and the and the skull belt. Yeah. Okay. So we go back to the Pentagon. There's a guy who we may or may not have seen before. Do we see him? And I just didn't. Uh, you see him. You see like you see him like from the back when the train hits him. I've seen him more clearly because I watched ahead. Okay. Accidentally. Okay. So a guy says, "There's a monster at the train station. We need to authorize Task Force X." That's it. Pull him. That's it. That's it. That's the movie. Boom. Done. Music starts fucking going. I have a surprise for you. What? What is it? What? Here's my surprise for you. What? 
Apparently, originally, Enchantress would be ultimately revealed to be working for Steppenwolf. Oh my god. Okay. I'm glad that that didn't pan out. Yeah, it would have made Steppenwolf more threatening and, and evil. It's which... like the end of the fucking first episode of BBC Sherlock where they're like, I'm a serial killer because of Moriarty. It's like, okay, just be a regular, just be a dude. Just be a just, regular serial killer. Just have your own thing. Spoilers for BBC Sherlock. Yeah, fortunately they didn't do that. Yeah, because Steppenwolf works really well as an incompetent middle manager and I like... Yeah. This movie sucks. This movie, I couldn't. This movie sucks. Believe I hate this movie. The bad stuff in it that I didn't yeah, like. If I if I was watching this movie in a theater, I would do something that I've never done before and walk out of it. Oh my god! Really? I would. Yes. I would watch all the way through to be like, let's hear them out. But I would at the end be like, I didn't like that. Okay, I probably, I probably, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe, now hold on. Maybe it'll be good. Now hold on. The only movie I've almost walked out of, I think I've said this before on the podcast, is is Rise of Skywalker, which uh, I I wish I had, mm. honestly. Um, I would have definitely been, like, of... blocking my ears for the Joker scenes and, like, watching through my fingers. Yeah, like Sam was. A little whatever. bit. Sam <laughs> like was every time. Cringing physically. Yeah, Sam was doing that every time that he watched uh, the Enchanted scene because he was so scared. <laughs> it's scary. I'm scared. I mean, I was a- I was able to watch it, but it was very unnerving. Okay. I walked out of Jack and Jill. Good. Why did you walk into Jack and Jill? You didn't get to see- wait. The Adam Sandler classic. <laughs> Why did- you didn't- you missed out on Dunkachino. No, I saw enough of Dunkachino, oh. I'll tell you that. Okay. I- I thought that it would be funny to see a bad movie, and it wasn't. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I- I went to see the Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis movie, The Campaign- and that mm-hmm. one, I thought that I would like it because I like both of them. Mm-hmm. But that movie is fucking awful. Sorry for your loss. The, your mistake is going to a bad comedy because bad comedies are are the worst. You, oh, I know that now. So that's that's the walkout mm, report. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was uh, that was like a decade ago, right? So yes, I was in college at the time. Rip. Gross. God, I'm in college now. It's gross. gross. I've That's went. the first 36 and a half minutes of Suicide Squad. So we've got the main villain already, and... Is Incubus the main villain of the movie? Incubus and Enchantress are the main villains of this I movie. I think Incubus and Enchantress, yeah. That just seems so weird, though, that the plot of the movie is that Amanda is like, I need to gather up a team in case anything bad happens. And the final confrontation is in that train station. And the bad thing that happens is directly caused by the first thing that she does in the movie? That's what we call government. Well, the thing is, I mean, like, prop... We could imagine that even if Amanda hadn't gotten a hold of June Moon, that she would have eventually whispered Enchantress in her sleep, and, like, Enchantress would have eventually emerged out. It is kind of weird that it's, like, immediately after she brings her to the the pentagon and is like can i have a suicide squad please and they were like yes beats beats government work am i right now do you want a suicide squad or the suicide squad just a suicide squad please and it's literally like they're in the hotel room from like that they have to sleep in after going to the pentagon yeah it just it doesn't didn't even make it back home before they don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say that amanda waller who is clearly incredibly evil like i'm not trying to say that her terrible terrible plan shouldn't have consequences 
it just it something feels off about the fact that she's like, all right, I've got my team ready. Enchantress, ah, problems now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's yeah, and it's not really even connected to like Waller's hubris or like anything that that Enchantress decides to rebel. It's just like Enchantress decides to rebel because she's. Mm-hmm. 6,000 years old and she's sick of this shit. Yeah. If anything, it feels like I'm supposed to be like, oh, well, thank God she had assembled the team already. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> right. It's like, mm, Yeah, what if, nope. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how these people kill, I mean, they're just gonna, like, shoot her in the heart, right? So it's like, whatever, but... I hope that there's, yeah. like, I, I'm sure that there's gonna be some, like, really good, like, characters bouncing off each other. I mean, that was just, just exquisite in Justice League, so... <laughs> do you think maybe the fire guy is gonna like resist doing fire the entire time and then like have to incinerate her and himself at the end to like save everyone and die? I think he's going. I think he's going to nobly sacrifice himself. Do you think sure. there's gonna be a scene where Captain Boomerang asks Harley Quinn what her power is and she goes, "I'm crazy." Hum, hum. Beep, beep. Wait, who was that? Captain Boomerang. He's like who? imagine like if there was like a guy. Uh huh. And then they forgot to put him in the movie. Oh, uh, I can't imagine that because that's just, you're describing something that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, use your imagination, Giga. I don't have one of those. Okay, that's fine. Well, I guess we'll just wrap it up then. <laughs> no. <laughs> so who's our favorite yeah. of the lineup this week? Who wins oh, this week? I think it's Captain Boomerang for sure. I mean, for me... <laughs> I like Diablo so it's far. Diablo. Yeah, I'm, but we, I, I feel like Diablo is a kind of a Kyle XY. He's just going to be our favorite every week. <laughs> I just want him to... I just want to save him from this movie. Yeah. Which I think he's written to be that way, but I also feel that way. I mean, if it's him. not him, it's Deadshot. So, so what you're saying is that it's a good movie. Mm, yes, I'm saying that. Uh, I'm saying that. I will forever say that. All right. Suicide Squad is a good movie. Val Flycombe. I think Enchantress wins for me. Rick Flag is a character's name in this film. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at 0 to 0 underscore pod. I am on Twitter at Stress, And you can also listen to my other podcasts, Kyle XY, about Kyle XY. And Extra Credit, where we read no. funny posts on the internet. Now, where could we listen to Kyle XY? Yeah. We're doing it in this way? Okay. We can, you can listen to that on a network that we will tell you about in just a moment. Okay. My Hi. name... Hi. It's all you. Hi. I don't... Go. I don't know what to say. I'm... I, I'm... I'm gigalithic. Um... I'm a master of, I'm a human, I'm a human arsenal, and I'm an expert with, um, uh, a 9mm pistol, Gatling gun, revolver, flare gun, potato cannon, machine gun, assault rifle, flamethrower, antitic rifle, shotgun, ammo, carbine, bazooka, derringer, or Uzi, grenade launcher, 44 magnum, and musket. Um, the, um. He better use a potato gun by the end of the movie. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic. Um, you can find me on this podcast or on my new podcast Matter Meter Lads where we talk about poetry for like 10 minutes um <laughs> you okay uh, uh I'm Val Flight Cub yeah you can find me on Twitter at Flight Cubba um second B stands for bid um it does not always a word you know so you can also hear me on my podcast of this, but also my podcast of LMNOP, which wow. just posted a new episode wow. this <gasps> past week, and we'll be posting another one next week, Yay. or maybe the week, I don't remember. It's bi-weekly, and it's good, and I'm I'm of it. I'm in it. Yeah. And uh, it's, 
each of these two people on this podcast are also going to be on it eventually. Yay! I am eventually. I'm going to talk about ears. I'm going to talk ears about to you. beers. And you can find that podcast as well as KyleXY on Noispace.xyz, the home of podcasts yes. such as... Matter Meter Labs. Is that on Noispace? I think so. It's on Pinecast so far, I think. It's on Pinecast right now, but we're get we're gonna get it on there. Well there you go. Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses, fear baiting, nightmare and era. Wow Robot just started Gundam Wing. Bad TV show. Is it? <laughs> I loved Gundam Wing as a kid. Yes, you did. I sure did. Were you there? No, I'm just saying that a lot of people love Gundam Wing as a kid. It's bad. <laughs> um, the um, Sonic Shuffle. Tuning Fork? Video Game, the Movie, the Podcast. Camarocho Radio. Uh, Pod of Greed. County Girls Make Deal. Slappers Only. Slappers Sometimes. And the rest. And the rest. Bye! Also. Thank you for listening, show, show squad. And like we say at the end of every episode. Show squad. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich, show squad. Shows. Bye. Goodbye. Amanda Baller. Amanda Baller.